I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Yeah, everybody freeze, put your hands up We ain't about to take it easy, I hope your cake's up London with the beat, yeah, we go so in Then we go with a friend, yeah, we both win Hotel chillin', yeah, she's sweet Got the pain and the koozie up in the suite Taking pics with the side chick, oof, delete I bet she wondering how I keep it all so neat yeah. Back in the days, 14 years Going up, London town, yes, no fears Went on a vacay, yes, it was a teaser Later found out she was going to a visa Hi guys, uh, and welcome back to another episode of Pump Heads we are just like raging onwards mm-hmm. and upwards despite this season trying to hold us back. Today with me is friend of the pod, Dan Allegretto. Hi. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited because I know that no matter what happens on Vanderpump Rules, you'll make me laugh about it. So <laughs> it's all good. That's great to hear. <laughs> Honestly, today is such... I was in a place of like... Laura Marie Shane Halls today. I, uh, you bought a couple. Well, you bought a print for me, and I bought a print. I, yeah, that print haunted me for weeks, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, I need to. I just have to own this. Like, I knew the exact place I wanted to put it in my apartment, and okay. so I was like, it's done. And that means the world to me. And like, I packed it up actually a few days ago, but I was like, because I, I truly am like a pump or like a, a subhead, and I listen to every episode of your podcast, and I was like, you know what? Laura's getting an extra print for free. I won't tell you which one, but I will say it compliments 
Oh my God, that's yeah. so cool. A series. Yes. Wow. And then I went to the post office this morning. I shipped it out. And then I was listening to your latest episode, Carrie, about the, uh, well, it was the recap of Salt Lake City. And that's when you messaged me, like, hey, can you come on the pod in a few hours? And I was like, oh, man. It was meant to be. It's all happening. We spirited <laughs> each other. It's truly all happening. <laughs> you also have a really chic new hat that you put out a dial dan hat for your podcast and uh, i'm probably gonna end up buying that too because it's really good the font incredible font work mm -hmm. it was designed by a guy who i can't remember the name i think his name is lucas sharp (laughs) but i bought this a few years ago the font um for like promo for a photo show i had um but it's embroidered on like a navy blue kind of baseball hat and like i found a guy in New Jersey that does a very great job. The hat is like truly like high quality and it's, it's like, it looks really nice nice on my bald head and I I don't want to wear it out (laughs) in public, but I'm like, this is the nicest hat that I own now suddenly. So it's getting worn out. You simply must wear it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of wearing my own merch, like mostly just to Starbucks and to my workout class, like as just an over shirt. But I think it's really self-promotion is key in this day and age. Absolutely. And if you're not down to wear your own merch, who will be down? For me, it's between Probably 12 and 18 people so far. <laughs> <laughs> not flying off the shelves, but uh, that's why I didn't order that many. So I kind of predicted this. I love it. Um, well, let's get into this week's episode because like, I actually did take a ton of notes too I always tell myself like there's nothing going on and I know do I like this do I not but then I take like four pages of notes like in small writing yeah the most notes I've maybe taken for anything uh that I've ever done uh Mm -hmm. this episode which is maybe dull but there's some gems there's some moments that I love (laughs) you have to really it's all about now just reading in between the lines of things and finding like minute details and like copying exact sentences word for word yeah there was a lot of that on my end and i was i'm lucky enough to uh, have a a friend give me a youtube live tv password so i uh, was watching like vanderpump season three it's like where they go to cancun they don't go to cancun they go to casa del playa um Or, like, everyone's mad at Kristen, Lala's there, and James. Like, everyone was still there, but, like, it was such chaotic, like, um, shenanigans that I was, like, I kind of, I mean, I miss the heyday, but also I'm, like, kind of in a place of, like, I don't want any chaos in my life. Yeah, <laughs> so like, it like, was, it's too much. It's too much. In this and day and age, like, you oh wouldn't be able God. to psychically handle yeah. their drama. I couldn't. I'm glad that they've, like, worked it out. For the most part, it seems like their lives are probably going to be okay. Maybe not Kristen, but everyone else. Yeah, like the people that are still on the show. Not Chris. No, no, not Kristen. She's going to take a a few years, maybe a full decade, but she'll get there. I have hope. Her entire life might be a struggle if she plays her cards (laughs) right. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Um, This starts out with... uh, Lala cradling her newborn ocean and saying, you're going to meet James Kennedy today, which is what every baby yearns to hear in the first months of their life. (laughs) And James brought ocean, a little bunny and some Ugg boots. I flipped over the tiny Ugg boots 
Although I do think that Lala, as much as she feigned like surprise, I kind of got the vibe that she already had them in like multiple colors. <laughs> She's like, I already have these in mint, you know, like that was the kind of, uh, that was me reading between the lines of like uh, Lala's. <laughs> maybe you know. Her like reaction. Yeah. I feel like also I like James and Lala haven't spoken or hang, like hung out. I mean, I guess COVID, like, they probably didn't hang at all. But, like, I truly think that they're not really that close of friends anymore. Yeah, and that's kind of the, the whole thing get. of, like, this season or, like, the way the series is progressing is that, like, a lot of these people don't really... I think the Toms hang out. I don't yeah. think Tom Sandoval wants to hang out with Katie Maloney. Um, <laughs> I kind of don't really get why Lisa Vanderpump is even there. She's, like... <laughs> I don't know if you watch. Lisa's like, debasing herself at this <laughs> oh point. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like so <laughs> insane. It's almost like when um, I don't know if you watch Drag Race, but when like Sherry Pie got accused of some like sexual misconduct, they tried to edit her out of the season. But when she would like pop up, it was like <gasps> it was like truly like ghastly. I'm like that's how I kind of feel about Lisa Vanderpump. Is like when she appears, I'm like, oh my god, why is she even? Why are they at her house? <laughs> like, what? There's no way she's Lisa? like that much uh, an integral part of their, you know. Like, existence yeah their day-to-day existence her vibe in this episode and i hope it continues to get worse and worse throughout the season but it really was reminding me of like when you are texting someone when you like get a crush on someone and you're in the like early stages of texting or you're hooking up or whatever and then they start to lose interest but you go into like overdrive (laughs) and you just like humiliate yourself on text message to them until the relationship eventually just like peters out completely and they reject you that's like the song and dance that Lisa's doing right now. Yeah, I have to say, like I've her been and there. the dog yeah. head. I can't say that I haven't done that to a man. I, I mean, we'll get to it, but like, I truly just <laughs> erased the dog head Halloween costume from my mind, and there it is. I was so excited, like, oh, we're gonna see the 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 basement of Villa Rosa, mm-hmm. and then that's when the what was the Reba McIntyre tweet and that's when the torture started <laughs> set from my iPad <laughs> yes I, it's like you think you might see Cedric bound and gagged oh God, in yeah. there <laughs> but instead it's just like Lisa's dog head that she brings out to like terrorize us every every blue moon Raquel passed out on the floor of Tom and Ariana's house by the fireplace legs up mm-hmm. smartly like I was into her pass out vibe. But was she trying to like choke on her own vomit in the middle of the night? Because it doesn't seem that smart. Not that smart. But like, I feel like a leg up is good for just like anti-bloating or something or like blood circulation. (laughs) Does she have lymphedema? I didn't realize. (laughs) (laughs) She is a a kinesiology major. So she knows about the body. Okay, you know what? Honestly, Raquel is like such a beautiful queen that I... I will do anything she tells me. Also, did she stay the night at Ariana's? And did James, like... Because she was, like, in their kitchen. She was... Yeah, she woke up there, I think, and she was there. I don't know where James ended the night, but they did part ways. Yeah. And he took to Lala's, and she just (laughs) took to the kitchen to tell... (laughs) She goes... I'm so hungover. I had diarrhea this morning. (laughs) (laughs) queen shit that is some queen shit i'm surprised more people didn't have a blowout in the morning after charlie's culinary party 
Yeah, Charlie's culinary moment really harkened back to, like, jewels on Real Housewives of New York, where it's, like, a woman with food issues serving people food is, like, very uncomfortable. I'm not trying to be a bitch, but it's just, like, that's not even to read between any lines. It's just plain as day. Yeah, like, I'm, like... This is something maybe you need to work out with your therapist. Like, I don't need to be looped in to watching you try, like, muscles that have traveled across, like, city lines to get to this place. Like, that's not the answer for me. Right, (laughs) And, like, a lobster, a to-go lobster. I've never heard of such a cursed thing. I've had lobster, like, once or twice in my life, and it was never (laughs) to-go. No, you don't. You, like, classically don't take shellfish from, like, one location to the other once it's cooked. No, it's already It needs to go, like, from so the kitchen much. to yeah. table. Yeah, like, and that's it. Yeah. You can't go further than that. You can't go ocean to table, then table to car, then car to another table. No, it can't be in a, in a, in a place of sit for 20 <laughs> to 30 minutes. It maybe even an hour before then being consumed <laughs> that you're asking for trouble. She's torturing. Um, she never used to. <laughs> also, like that smorgasbord. I said this on the last episode, but Vanderpump Rules loves putting like a ra- like a rogue shellfish into the mix of like a table of food. Yes, and we'll they get into really it are to go later, but people. Katie's little, like, femme fatale man of mystery party, she bought, like, two of the tiniest little, like, charcuterie <laughs> plates of, like, ever. It was, like, those tiny little square plates you get at, like, a reception, and she, like, there was, like, a bow on it. I'm, like, where do you even buy this? Like, that has to come in a bigger size. It's wrapped size. in saran yeah. wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you would buy that. It's, like, she Couldn't got it think. in, like, a gift basket for free or something and was, like, well, I'll just give it to these people. Okay. Another thing where I don't know where it came from, I have to ask you a question. Where do you think Raquel's um, confessional outfit came? That prairie dress with like huge, like where? I can't even think. Can't even think of one store. I feel like it could be by that brand Zimmerman because they do a lot of like frou-frou. <laughs> it's like some Australian brand. It seems Australian. Um, Brock probably made it too with his little sewing machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Brock Davies original. <laughs> it's Brock Davies couture. I actually think her <laughs> look is gets like smarter and smarter as I see it each episode because I'm like, it's very royal. And I just think that that's like, there's so much royal content out there right now. She like capitalized on a moment. If, even if she didn't mean to, it's like yeah. she's cementing herself in our subconscious as the queen of the show. She's like if Lisa Vanderpump was alive during, like, the Dust Bowl. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Raquel's going to bury us all in terms... Like, she's going to prove all of us wrong in every way possible, I think. I just believe in Raquel, and I love her, and she's truly just, uh, like, an angel sent from heaven. Yeah, I never thought, like... From the moment she graced our screens, she made a lasting impression. But if you had asked me if she would have gotten this far, I would have said no, absolutely not. Like nope. a, a two-episode arc at maximum, and now here we are in it's Raquel's world, and we're just living in it. Yeah, and I think uh, James Kennedy would probably agree with that too, because <laughs> he says yeah. some weird <laughs> shit this episode. He goes, "I don't want a fiance with a botched nose." Those are the facts, mate. <laughs> yeah, I was like, of course. I mean, who 
like, yeah, like, I mean, but he's coming from a place of, like, just James thinking about himself. But he does. Thinking about himself and mommy issues, because I think his mom has had some, like, Mm -hmm. botched surgical procedures or has, like, overdone it. And I think Raquel, I think she needs to do a little more research or, like, when it comes to nose jobs and like the price one should pay for the initial nose job, like it should not have been $16,000. Although someone did DM me and they told me that they told me the name of the doctor who did her nose, Oh my god! which I'm afraid to say, but it was like a famous like Beverly Hills surgeon, like did her nose. And apparently it was supposed to be, for free in exchange for like Instagram posts for something else. Oh and then she didn't follow through on the Instagram posts. So they were like, Oh, did they botch her nose on purpose? But I'm like, all of this is like red flag Ooh. territory to me. T. I know, but I was excited to know the name of the surgeon. Cause if it ever comes to nose job for me i i need a list of all the people that have been botched and who botched them so i know not to like repeat their mistakes well i don't think you need a nose job but when james was talking about like all the women in beverly hills like have all this work done and stuff like it did sound like he was talking about his own mother and i was like Mm -hmm. he just doesn't want raquel to be because, like, she is, she's not, Raquel's not overbearing. She's just, like, realistic. And it's, like, if you can't meet, like, the criteria of, like, being a sober person and not, like, a total fucking prick, like, we're not going to get married. We're not going to be together. And I think no, that I love, a woman I love telling James what to do, he can't handle, so. Yeah. And I think he's haunted by, like, his past with Dodie, who is very much like oh, an avatar of, of his mom. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Actually, no, oh my God, that's so true. They kind of have the same hair. And they vibe. are they're <laughs> two person. sides of the same coin. And I think also like he the reason he loves Raquel is because she is so different from his mom. Yeah. But his deepest worries is that like I think he really does believe like she's too good for him. Yeah. And like he that she would leave him. I think he does believe that like if he was ugly or something or if he got a botched nose, she would leave him. And he's just like projecting those insecurities onto her. But I do think Raquel really loves him. I do, too. I think her love is pure for James. Uh, She's not the most complicated person. And I think if she wants something, it must be for a certain reason. And um Although when, like, James, there was a moment that was, I wrote down the little quote here. James in his confessional was like, I didn't know she was patient and kind the first night I met her and took her home. Like, how could I know that? And I was like. (laughs) (sighs) He goes, I just knew she was a six foot supermodel. Yeah, I was like, well, that's so cool. I mean, we all have one night stands, but like. You didn't get a vibe, like, at all from her. And the picture of the two of them together is totally, like, Raquel There was no looks, sexual chemistry in that yeah, picture. Yeah, and her hair is very, like, humongous. It's huge. It's not the bob she, she has now. It's, like, full Powerful pageant. Medusa hair and arguably, like, a completely different face than the face she has now. And she was a brunette, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lala tells it like it is though when she goes you can't weigh in it's her face and she needs to feel beautiful Lala's so fake I mean what she's saying is true but like the way she delivers it is so just painful it's painful to listen to she's just like you can tell that she especially isn't friends with anyone on the show so no (laughs) and the way that she acts with them is now like she's this like holier than thou mother figure and it's not working for me no like when she said randall was a stand-up man was that last episode (laughs) everyone was like you were his mistress (laughs) that's how you met him we all lied for you he bought you a range rover when he was still married to another woman like you know yeah like her revisionist history it's shocking and then also the the way that this episode like wrapped up her storyline and like her conflict with Brock's storyline in like a tight little bow, I was like, wait, so then now where do we go from here with this person? Like she's yeah. not friends with anyone. No. And if she's not really gonna go out on a line and try and like just like burn people's relationships to the ground, then like why is she here? Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to yeah. see. I hope that I kind of hope she and Randall get like a breakup storyline or like the seeds are planted for that. Yeah, were they filming? We're halfway through the season at this point. I just love Randall. I love thinking about Mm. Randall. I love seeing Randall. (laughs) I love watching him gamble. Uh, I love one of my favorite moments of Vanderpump Rules from like the most recent era is like when he goes out to dinner with like Jax and Brittany with Lala. He's like, oh, I'm on a diet, so I'm going to get two fried chicken sandwiches, but no bread. And, like, him and Jax <laughs> go to the bathroom and, like, probably do coke, you know? That's the Randall I know and love. A real stand-up guy, like, truly. A totally stand-up guy. And, like, I now really enjoy following Randall on Instagram. Like, I I started following him because of Lala, but I've since released La- Lala and just follow Randall now. Oh, totally. and actually, I don't follow either, like, but if I had gun to my head, Randall. Yeah. Give them like Randall. Give me, me Randall. Yeah. Joy. <laughs> yeah. So I want to see like where that goes. And also they were supposed to do a tour like of their podcast, give them Lala and Randall this fall, mm-hmm. but it's now postponed Uh-oh. to spring but I'm like, will we be given Randall or will we just know. be given Lala? <laughs> also, by the way, I'm so excited to come uh, see you and Carrie in Gramercy. I bought tickets like months ago. I'm so excited. It's going to be like a huge audience. It's going to be that amazing. That theater's big. So, it's our I, biggest audience yet. I have very few things to look forward to. And like that is probably the biggest. Ugh, I feel blessed I that it's happening. Um. Tom, the Toms go to Lisa's to get her advice on Schwartz and Sandy's. Yeah, and again, they're bringing and... like a million things over to her house in like a box. It's like, do we need props? They're like juggling bowling pins while they're giving her the sales pitch. <laughs> in their weird like Gucci glasses. And Sandoval reads his vision to her and i actually recorded it because oh good because i i typed i transcribed i had to rewind on youtube probably five times yeah i was like i'll either have to rewind this like a million times to get it or i will just like 
record it. So let me play it. Let it rip. Welcome to Schwartz and Sandy's, a funkadelic dive lounge where you check your worries at the door and escape reality. We hope to bridge the familiarity of your best night out with the deja vu of your future fantasy. Uh, Could yeah. you hear that? Did everyone really? catch okay, that? Okay. Do you want me to kind of read it in case people didn't? Because I haven't. Yeah, please read it. Please read it. Yeah. Okay, this is their mission statement. Welcome <laughs> to Schwartz and Sandy's, a funkadelic dive lounge where you check your worries at the door and escape reality. We hope to bridge the familiarity of your best night out with the deja vu of your future fantasy. Those are definitely words, and the punctuation, I uh, <laughs> don't know what the fuck. If you I had to lost like, me a deja vu of your future fantasy. Deja vu of your future fantasy. Uh, it's a little absent uh, minded in my mind. Mm-hmm. So like, if, in, in like New York terms, to me, it's like the intersection of like Ray's, that bar in the Lower East Side, which like Justin Thoreau created. It's like a simulated dive bar. Okay. And like Happy Fun Hideaway, which is like a Bushwick queer kind of safe haven. Uh but Ray's is, like, very expensive. Like, a PBR and a shot is probably, like, over $10 easily. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, it's been so long, really, since I've been out to bars, like, in L.A. And just knowing that area that it's going to be in. Oh, where is it, Which is, like, way? kind is of. near It's going to be kind from... of by Beachwood Canyon. Like, it's, like, on Franklin Avenue across from, there's, like, a big Scientology celebrity center that's, like like a glamorous kind of castle building and then this like stretch of bars and restaurants that are all kind of like rustic like there's nothing there's not like a retro austin powersy james (laughs) torelli vibe anywhere in that area there's no convertible ceiling on any mexican restaurants uh, wherever (laughs) you're talking about (laughs) and like Later when they were talking about like who goes here and for what, when Katie was like, people come here for bachelorette parties or birthday. I was like, this is like Chuck E. Cheese, but for adults. Yeah. But in that area is going to be a jarring addition to the neighborhood. Katie slayed that scene though. I was like very proud of her. (laughs) Yeah. I'm proud of her too. Like as much as I begrudge her, I have to give it to Katie Maloney. Mm -hmm. She is showing up and doing the work. Yeah. I would hire her as the maitre d based on her performance. Absolutely. She wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> they need like uh Schwartz's like triplet uh, brothers to just all like have maybe accordions or something kind of when you walk in. Instead or maybe just like as instead of like animatronics at Chuck E. Cheese like it's the triplets kind of earning their keep, you know, and repaying. They perform. They perform on a I was going to say they could Mariachi? Wash dishes, yeah, or something very like, um, just like low stakes, like a low stakes minimum wage job for yeah. the Schwartz triplets could be a huge break for them. So it seems. And winter's coming, and I'm kind of looking for a boyfriend that looks like any of the Schwartz triplets. To be honest, really, that's your that's your type. I got a few types, and uh, that's definitely <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Would you get railed by all three of the shorts triplets? Oh my god! Like a threesome with them? Yes. Can Can you imagine me coming on the pod, sexy unique podcast, <laughs> and talking about it? Yeah, that's why I would do it. I wouldn't do it for me. 
I get no <laughs> joy out of it. sex and relationships. Do it for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for the pod. A Schwartz triplet threesome. I can't think of personally anything less sexy, but I love that. Oh, I love on. and support that fantasy for you. And for anyone else who yearns for it, I say, like, get the triplets. Yeah. Where do they live in Florida? I'm trying to make a triplets of Belvedere <laughs> pun, but I don't know. Triplets I don't know where us. they live. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> um, uh, we must find out. I do hope that they get hired and like get moved to Los Angeles. So it seems like it could work out well. Totally. What did you think about the fabric that Sandoval presented to Lisa Vanderpump that was uh, very expensive? Uh, they don't know the price. They're totally out of touch. It was like a, a purple. It looked, it was so Vanderpumpian. It was like it purple. Was incredibly, it had peacocks peacock. on it with it, like a magenta purple background. I was was re- there was there repelled was there type it. on it like scroll? It looked like what Lisa Vanderpump's like iPad screen because she probably had like the first iPad. It looked like what her lock screen would be in like 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like swirly it was peacock. Very... Uh, and how does that relate to like? James Terrell. At the end of Sandoval reading his mission statement, he's holding up his phone, and there is literally a ja- like a picture of a James Terrell installation that's blurred out. I know, like, it's I know like they couldn't the show it. They couldn't show it. It's like there's hard <laughs> angles and there's soft light, but the soft light needs to hit the hard angles and be like highlighted. I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like, have you even been to PS One? Like, <laughs> you need like a Mormon it's like it's more pew. Of a lattice you can see through, and like, I worry. I worry for them, but then I also am like, they know exactly what they're doing. And this show is just predicated on making them look as stupid as humanly possible. Right, of course. But like, since they were referencing James Terrell, I was like, actually, the bones of this Mexican restaurant that they're kind of like renovating could work very well psychedelically in terms of like natural elements and like uh, unnatural colored light. Like a James Terrell kind of like blue purple. I mean, he probably just watched like the Drake video and was like super inspired. Um, mm-hmm. But I liked when they walked in that restaurant. I was like, oh, this is like ready to go. Like I love the vibe. I like the tile. I like the wood. I like the beams and the ceiling. And I feel like they're gonna fuck it up. They're a little. I know. But I do think their business partner Greg is gonna keep them in line <laughs> because uh, we find out that. Tom Sandoval's been making a few purchases that are a little um, extraneous, a little expensive. Yeah. And uh, going outside of budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Greg like, already seems stressed. Yeah. He's by making them. unauthorized purchases. I'm sure it's coming out of Tom Sandoval's pocket, but his priorities are not quite in line with like what it takes to really um, start a successful business. And Katie Maloney knows more than Tom Sandoval does. And we'll get to it because there's like a beautiful <laughs> moment, which makes this whole episode worth it. But yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm drinking. I just started drinking some wine. So uh, no, I love it. <laughs> Have a, all the wine. Um, Brock is sewing a dress for Summer Moon. I love to see Brock oh, so at the sewing. Do machine. you think Brock is hot? Who's hotter, yeah, you, Brock I'm, or the triplets? Brock. I know Brock's hotter. I would. I want Brock to like pick me up over his head and throw me in a ditch. Like he's so. He's just so like yeah. big. I love men that like they, their bodies like you know they can't go to a store to buy clothes at and they're just like struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're yeah, too. He... Your your muscles are just gonna burst out of everything you own. You're the Hulk, you know. I don't mm-hmm. think Brock's that and tall. His big though. legs. 
Love the yeah, legs. I mean, I, I suffer from like pants and I can't buy pants. Although I did go to the Levi's just, store and I had a pretty. Because of your rock legs. Well, I just uh, I'm a little thick in the middle. Like I have a huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love. It. That's a good problem to have, honestly. Um, no, Brock. I think I've I've seen him in person. Oh. I feel like he cleared six feet. Is he okay? I was gonna ask how tall he was. Yeah. I think like six feet. Yeah. Okay. About. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Which is like, mm-hmm, I like it. And he's like bit. He like is like big Viking looking in mm-hmm. person too. He could rescue me from a fire that I start in my apartment. Yeah. Which is it's not a priority. He'll throw you but over a, his shoulder part, and yeah. scale <laughs> down the like ladder. He'll break through a window and then like a backdraft. He'll like dodge. Backdraft. Yeah. That's one of my favorite yeah. movies as a kid. Actually, it's funny you mentioned it. <laughs> I just love. Did you ever go to the ride at like Universal Studios? Um, no, I went to Disney World when I was eight and there was a ride. I don't know what it was like trying to simulate. There was like a, an 18 wheeler, like oil rig that kind of, um, tipped over and like exploded. And like, to me, I think it was probably the best moment of my entire life was just (laughs) like that. It was so surprising. I was like, Ooh, and you kind of feel the heat from the flames and, uh, you know, I love that shit. I wasn't allowed to see backdraft because I think it was rated R, but I did go to Universal Studios as a youth with my family and made us all go on the backdraft rides. And then I was like, well, now I never need to see the movie because I've lived it. So. Yeah, period. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't love um, Brock's hair being long necessarily, but then I'm trying to imagine him having a different hairstyle, and I'm like, well, maybe this is actually perfect for him, and it works, and I should uh, I should just get with just it. it. Someone had pointed out to me that Brock looks like James Gandolfini, like, and then... Different nose. But what... No. Different nose. Okay, but when you look at, like, a young Gandolfini and Brock side by side, they do look incredibly similar. Mm. And then I couldn't unsee it, but I kind of wish... Because Brock does have that receding hairline a bit, too. Does he? I feel like he has a great hairline. I think... Doesn't he have, like, the no, widows? he's blessed. Like... Wow, he's okay. Blessed. He's well, He's booked. He's busy. <laughs> <laughs> He's flourishing. Brock is thriving. Hydrated. He's going to like do like a sign, uh, sort of like, um, what's the guy? Austin from, or no, Craig. No, wait. From Summer, or not Summer House, Winter House. And, Southern uh, Charm. Southern Charm. <laughs> Thank you. The pillow. I mean, like, <laughs> now we've seen Brock sew a summer dress for a baby out of one of his weird, like, where does Brock buy his clothes? Like, all birds or like bonobos. He cuts like a hole in the middle and somehow that creates a. Uh, a little tiny the dress garment? was the tiniest thing i've ever seen in my entire i'm like it's i think your baby's already outgrown uh this dress but i also just totally trust um what he's it was doing detail yeah he's done there this was before. like he put little yeah, flowers on the shoulder do that yeah it was sweet what do you think about his past i was gonna ask you that too like what do you do if a man has struck a woman <laughs> 10 years ago like would you be okay with getting with him okay so since you asked me first i am gonna say i'm not okay with that i wish him the best i wish his future partners the best but just without revealing too many details of my own life like growing up around that sort of thing i just can't handle it because i would just be waiting for him to snap and it probably would happen mm-hmm. or maybe it wouldn't but like i can't really 
for me, I just, I can't do it, you know? Yeah. I think if I was dating someone and they, if I was dating someone and they told me that, that would be a huge red flag. <laughs> what, is, what is more of a red flag than that? Like, yeah, I, um, I slapped my partner we have two kids with. And you're like, oh, yeah. whoa. Being um, like, well, actually, like, well, did I, she my, deserve that? <laughs> what do you even say? Family lives back in Australia and I have two kids that I haven't seen in a long time. That's like red flag number one. Huge. Where I'm like, then why are you here in America? To make and a, then to also, follow Australia, that up. Like, the lives of people <laughs> Australians leave, seem much better than Americans. You don't have to leave... You know, he's not leaving, you know, <laughs> I'm not even yeah, country, he acts like it's like a third world country. I know. And it's like the most civilized like, place. Now I'm like, well, you come here for a better life. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Sydney twice and I loved it there. Like, oh, really? The yeah, flight seems very it long. Was, it's a really long flight. It's like 15 hours. But then once you're there, it's like the best parts of L.A. and San Francisco um, just as expensive, which is not great. Right. But then, like, better air quality and, like, ocean quality. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I think that Brock and Sheena are a very good match, because they will sacrifice anything to follow their careers. So, like, it would, it would be maybe... It would be worth it more or be more... Maybe his family would, like, understand more if he had, like, a, a music video or something, like, similar to, like, Good as Gold. Like, oh, daddy left us to, <laughs> like, something Get to in the show stew. for it. Dad had to go in the stew, yeah. Something to show for other than, like, another family he's starting. You know, like, give us a, you know, he didn't have another music video. Do we or know what like he did? Or, like, daddy, if your dad left you and, like, left your family and went to another country and then became a cast member of Vanderpump Rules, then that's, like, a trauma origin story for sure. Mm. Oh my god, yeah. But I think it might be easy <laughs> to protect uh, the children from maybe American television. I, all I know this because I'm just trying to watch like the new season of Real Housewives of Melbourne, which like is one of the best housewives. It's incredible series. Yeah. Oh wait, ever. what season are you on right now? Oh, I've seen all all four twice, and I think they're they. Okay. I think season five is airing right now in Australia, and then like. A fan oh, of my incredible. podcast tried to give me a link to some website called like Hiu, but then you have to like install a VPN. And I'm like, I'm too like gay and stupid to. I'm like, if I install a VPN, like the, I, I'm like, I don't know what this is. They're gonna start. The government's gonna start watching me. I have nothing to yeah. hide, but also like I don't know like if what, what I don't know. This is too much to think about. Just like I will pay like a hundred dollars <laughs> when it, it, but it, like it doesn't even. You can't even like pay to watch this shit. I don't know why. Uh, it's a big injustice. Yeah, they need for, to put it on like Peacock or something. Girls and gays. Yeah, right. Put on Peacock. Because I watched the first two seasons when it, I feel like those first two seasons came out in like 2014 or something. It was a it, long it time ago. It was truly so long ago. And then there was like a huge gap. Um, but there's, I Are there love... new cast members on it now or is it the same women? There's, so I know Janet Roach is still there. Um, Love her is wit. Um, shine, shine, shine. What's her name? Who married Jackie Gillis? Jackie's there. <laughs> Do you know that I subscribed Gina's not to her there. email? Oh, really? she was. She's I subscribed there. to Jackie's like email uh, 
newsletter because I really wanted to get a session with her because she's like a medium or a psychic as well. Yeah. And But she was like so booked up. And then I never unsubscribe. So I still get emails from her. I've been getting emails from her literally since 2014. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm trying to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I'm planning a trip to Italy this summer, and I'm trying to stock up on lots of linen wear for 
the hot Italian days. And quince is a great option for linen dresses, pants. Their styles are really comparable with other brands that cost two to three times more. So I'm perusing quince and having myself a little bit of a shopping spree. Get warm weather ready with quince. Go to quince.com slash sexy unique for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sexy unique to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash sexy unique. You know what I want to do? And I'm about to maybe pull a trigger on this. Remember like Real Houses of New York? They go to Long Island. There's a woman who's like the Moroccan like tea or not tea, but um coffee. They, like, have, like, a shot of espresso in, like, a tiny little thing. Carol Radswell <laughs> has, like, the most amazing reading. I looked it up. Oh, it's, like, yeah. $400. But, like, could I, I could write that off on my taxes, right? Because it's, like... If you talk about it on the pod, then uh, it's a write-off. <laughs> yeah. But the, do you know that was what I'm talking about? Another reason to have a podcast. I'm, like... I'm murky because I might... There's, like, a period of New York that I dipped out on. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it might have been... But I like do feel like I remember that, but maybe not. Well, this but is like, I, I say worth it. Yeah, no, this is like bone chilling for me because you know Carol Redswell. She's not about the bullshit. She's not very woo woo, whatever. So this yeah. woman gives her a reading, and she's like, "Oh, I'm getting like a husband. He's saying like, you know, don't don't be sorry about like the Jeep or something." And she's like, "Holy shit! The only fight she, Carol's like the only fight we ever had was like I borrowed his Jeep." And I backed it into something, and I scratched it up, year, like, 15 years ago. I never told a single person about this, because it's, like, minuscule, and, like, who cares? And this woman told Carol Radswell, like, your husband doesn't care about the Jeep anymore. Like, let it go. And so, like, Carol, like, she was visibly, like, distraught and kind of like, holy shit, this is, this is real. So, like, yeah. I, I believe Carol. I think maybe, you know, Carol's a little flip-floppy, I realized, towards the end of things, but, like... In this moment, I was like, damn, like, there's no way. Uh, it just seemed legit. And, like, I would pay. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm interested in the other side ever since I had, like, a little weird ghost experience um, this most recent weekend, which uh, we don't need to talk about. But you can listen to it on my latest episode of my podcast. It was very scary. And, uh, yeah, was, I think that that would be ghost. absolutely worth it and doesn't seem like that much money to have, like, a connection to like have a connection to the other side yeah it's cool like you just drink a sip of espresso from like a it's a very thick sludgy coffee thing um you turn the cup upside down and like she reads the lines i'm like that's interesting of the espresso ground like the beans or something yeah because it trickles down and kind of just looks like tree roots or something you know and she like reads okay i'm into that Maybe when you're in New York, I never we can have, go, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've never believed in that kind of stuff, specifically, like, tea leaves and stuff, because I'm just like, what? Like, this doesn't make sense, but I would actually do that. And I did have, I got, like, for my birthday one year, my, like, best friend's husband got me a bone reading from this guy that he had met, like, we were all really into like following around this one Jerry Garcia band cover band. Oh, period. I've I've been to some of, I'm from upstate New York. We do that. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. So he got like really into going to this show of this band called Jerry's Middle Finger and then got to know a lot of the different fans that would like be at all these shows. And one of them was like this guy that did bone readings and he would just like jiggle like a mason jar full of like bones and weird objects. And then like he throws them out on a quilt and then he tells you like about what's going on in your life based on like the way that the bones and like beads and paper clips fall. And so I was into that and I could do more of that. Wait, did you get a reading from the bone man? The bone I got collector? a reading a bone. What yeah, did, I got a reading you? from the bone collector. He was like, he told me, he told me I had like a lot of mom issues or that that was going to like start coming up. And I was like, hmm. Mm. And it kind of did like start to come up in therapy a little bit. But then he was like, he, he told me, he was like, oh, do you have a dog? And I was like, yeah, why? He was like, man, your dog's going to be a barker. And I was like, <laughs> like, aren't all dogs, don't all dogs bark? But then now my dog does bark a lot. So. Oh, my God. Did the bones lie? I don't think so. That was a really good episode of Real House of Atlanta. They go to Africa and there's like a bone. Fader does not have a good time. She thinks it's ungodly. Mm-hmm. Like this was just like a white and, guy yeah, doing. That's what I imagine. Yeah. I don't know if the ancient art of bone reading is really like, I think he just kind of fell into it. Like he just started doing it. I don't think he was trained like by any means. Was there, I mean, like telling a woman that like she has mommy issues and like her might have a small dog, you know, it's like kind of, yeah, no, it was very, I was glad. Yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah, I was glad I didn't pay for it, but oh, like okay, <laughs> all of that, yeah, it was gifted to me. So I was like, okay, that's like, I'll take whatever I can get, but I would love, like I'm, I'm down for people to just like read whatever objects are like splayed about on a plate or the ground and like tell me things yeah, about my life. Totally. Yeah. I've never had that. So I think I'm going to visit the, uh, the coffee lady in Long Island. I have hey, a car and just get splurge. on the highway and drive out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take to the open road. <laughs> I could watch like a whole bottle episode and I really think that they should do this of just a day with Charlie pretending to be a server oh after. That was good as gold. <laughs> <laughs> it was such an amazing scene. It was incredible. And I was sad proud to realize like when she served the goat cheese balls and the people are like what is this sauce like in my head I was like it's a citrus sauce like and I knew like I knew what it was before Charlie did right so and you she had to like go look yeah you knew so what the sauce was, like, was. in much. my head I'm like oh my god there's a sauce <laughs> Do these go- how have I never known um that there was a sauce and I was in my head I'm like well I mean I would love like a little kind of like creamy, maybe like horseradish based sauce. Then to yeah, find like out a, it was a mango sauce. Mm-hmm. My mind. You get for about seventeen or eighteen dollars four goat <laughs> cheese balls. Is it really that much? Yeah, like Damn. it's expensive. The food there, like I tried to go to Tom Tom on Monday, didn't realize it was closed, and oh. so like <laughs> my friends and I like ended up just going to a restaurant next door but Jonathan my editor producer was with us and he was like a burger he was like I was gonna get the burger at Tom Tom and I looked to see how much it was and it's $30 <gasps> like sh- 
She truly Shut charges the fuck up. thirty dollars prices. Thirty dollars for a a burger that you know is not going to be the best burger of your life. No, no, no. Not listen. even like a top ten. I live in Greenpoint. I go to Five Leaves, and a burger there is not that, and it is like truly farm to table. It's coming from a place of farm to table, and it is not thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. No, oh. this is like from Cisco Foods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like the lowest of the low mm-hmm. types of food like programs <laughs> to get to your like it's not the sliders I've had there and they're actually like pretty good. But yeah, I wouldn't go $30 burger. But yeah, I knew it's like theme, in my yeah, heart it's like of hearts. Park, like, like, oh, I guess I'll pay 40 bucks for a funnel cake for my, my kids will shut the hell up, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing it's very they can much stay that. in business. I'm, I'm trying to compare, like, there's no New York comparison to, like, what that would be. There's no, I mean, well, it's like, well, there was, like, a Guy Fieri restaurant. Like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what Salt Bay is. Yeah, that's Bay what I was going to say. But Salt Bay, though, is, like, I thought that was, like, it's a actually more. nice. It's, like, a steakhouse, like, an expensive steakhouse, right? Also, is that even in New York? I don't even know. Which is the only two things that kind of came to I don't know. I thought mind. it was in Dubai. I think there's one in L.A. now. <laughs> <laughs> really excited for Real Houses of Dubai for uh, Caroline Stanbury to oh come my back. God. My fucking queen. Thank God. Thank I need that God. now. But yeah, the goat cheese balls are expensive. You get four and it's, they're drizzled in like a mango sauce. Oh, wow. And they're not, they're not good. Like I've they're had, small go- too I've had a four. lot of goat cheese. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Not enough. They need to be like, and you also, they cut up teeny little pieces of like carrot and cucumber and just throw them on there too. Like as a garnish or whatever. You gotta have some fiber. Yeah, now I get it. Back at Sheena, Casa de Sheena, she asks Ariana, wait, Sheena says something that I was like, I don't understand your logic right now. But she's like, she brings up the point that Ariana froze her eggs and they were like gonna freeze their eggs together, but Sheena got pregnant. They did. And they did. And then, Sheena oh yeah I guess Sheena did like complete her egg freezing journey but then she's like Ariana's like are you thinking about having another kid and she was like well as a new mom I don't want to do anything to like like put my life at risk so I'd rather have a surrogate and I was like did you have a complicated pregnancy or is she just like I don't want to do that again (laughs) right what she implied that like maybe she had like a difficult pregnancy and childbirth which like as far as we know she did not um, I know I'm probably not my my lane speaking about this, but I just feel like Sheena just doesn't want to get fat again. And I was like, well, I'll pay us over again. <laughs> I mean, we all know. Yeah. Another moment she's where like, you have I'm to like, between the lines, which is like, she's like, um, Ariana, like, would you get a surrogate with me too? And Ariana's like, I actually am a lesbian and I don't want kids. And I'm going <laughs> to like probably break up with Tom soon. <laughs> Tom is kind of lesbian vibes like oh totally as a bisexual woman I'm like I that I think is why I'm attracted to Tom because he kind of has like the best of both worlds yeah and I don't know what Tom is doing but his face has never looked he's like he's snatched uh Mm -hmm. I guess he's working out but like he just has like the cheekbones and like the face and uh I guess he doesn't have like weird clip-in like blonde uh things (laughs) hanging off his head like tendrils so like maybe that's why I'm like (laughs) more entertaining him as like a sexual being um but i don't you know i I just don't think ariana wants kids or maybe it'll it might take her a few you know everyone's on their own path but uh yeah she might be like a late in life kid person but like 
love her egg freezing journey for her. I love Sheena being like, let's do it together. It's not cheap. So the fact that she mm-hmm. would do that, it's like, honey, that's like, isn't it like 10 grand a year just to like keep them frozen? Like, I think it's like minimum about 15 grand just yeah. to get them, just to harvest them and like get them frozen. And then it's like another at least 500 a year to store them. And that's just like, it, that's just getting the eggs out and like preserving the eggs. That's not even like if you wanted to. Like, if you want to have your eggs turn them into embryos and then freeze the embryos, that's, like, another thousands of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking of. And, of course, Ariana has this, like, weird, like, kind of, like, Instagram, like, uh, story lingo that's, like, I want to have autonomy over my body and, like, fuck the haters. Like, no one cares if you have kids or not, really. Like, no one gives a shit. Yeah, I think it's better to, like, for them to not have kids. I think so, too. And, like, hey. Like, they have a nice house, and, like, their their house doesn't look very, like, kid-friendly. Like, they have a good life. Like, why fuck it up with a kid? I just hate fucking Ariana's Lincoln. The white Lincoln she drives is so uncool. And Tom's what car, it? it's, like, a Lincoln, like, MKZ, like, sedan, which is, like, so... I'm a car guy. I didn't even know that she had that car. I've well, never seen it. Tom I don't think I've this, clocked like, it on Mercedes, the show. Mercedes, this SUV kind of like hatchback thing, like a mid-size um, SUV. Yeah, but it's like definitely like ninety thousand dollars. Her car is half yeah. that price, but also does seem like their finances are also a little divided because she's kind of like, well, like his loan is this, and I'm gonna not be with this. And then Lisa Vanderpump's like, well, you kind of are because you're married, and like, uh, you know. Um, no, but then someone said to me, because I was asking listeners, like, what's the deal? Tell me about these loans, which I also resent Vanderpump Rules for, like, I didn't turn Vanderpump Rules on to, like, talk about the ins and outs of, like, home refinancing. You know what I mean? I know. Like, if anything, like, I want to escape from that kind of world uh-huh, and just uh-huh. talk about, like, slutty drunk people, like, sucking and fucking. And right. so now that we're in a place of, like loans i'm resentful but they said that you actually can yeah it's very like adult like they are their lives do mirror ours like we are of the same we're of the same era and age i know i like i started a shopify where i sell hats and like prints of photographs and like yeah i'm a small business owner too so i'm like kind of deeply curious about like their whole process and i'm like so small business in the same yeah. realm. There's, no, <laughs> there's no loans there's no leases there's no leases in my life you know but anyways yeah but i guess what they did like splitting up their mortgage or whatever they did it is like a legit it's a legit thing like she yeah, would not necessarily be on the hook for if if he couldn't pay his bills or whatever, like she knew what she was doing, basically. It seemed like that. Day. And then Lisa Vanderpump was trying to, you know, put a bug She's in like, her ear. So stupid, yeah. Like oh, it's you like Lisa, lesbian bitch. Oh, <laughs> I'm Australian now. You're oh. <laughs> the dumb, you're the stupid one. Like, what are you doing on this show? In your dog head, literally, no one knows what she's doing on the show. Mm-mm. Katie texts everyone to invite them to a her little soiree. And then Sheena talks. I love Sheena because she'll like talk really bad shit about you, but then like make up with you and cry when oh, you. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sheena's a real one. 
and it's incredible. She's like, everyone's going to go. And then she's like, even though Lala's ruined every friendship she has in this group, she continues to come around because she has no friends. And I was like... First of all, spot the lie, that montage was amazing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But they make up real quick, you know? And Sheena's crying and she's like, I love you. And I was like, do you? Because you literally just said this person has no friends. Yeah. Well, she's emotional. I mean, her hormones are pumping, you know. Yeah. True, true. Her kid's like three months old, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. I think, I think like- her she's having like a hair, like the postpartum, like hair thinning journey. I mean, she's probably not sleeping. Uh, no. She's putting herself together. She's putting a brave face on. I'm sure the last thing in her life that she wants to deal with is Lala. But since Sheena is such a pro and, like, wants the fucking paycheck, she's like, I am definitely concerned with Lala Kent right now. And I'm going to, you know. <laughs> we love that. I mean, yeah, I know. love it. Sheena so much because she is a I also think that she's like a very accurate representation of motherhood where it's like you can just because I feel like Sheena always did put so much effort into like her appearance and Mm -hmm. stuff and like and it is clear that like I mean she has her mom there like helping and she has like this semi like newish relationship and then like a newborn and I just love her seeing her like hustle through it and like have a lot of respect for her Mm -hmm. I also love when she's like she's basically like I have to go feed I have to go empty out my tits for Mm -hmm. my baby she was at that party for like 30 minutes came in was like Lala okay and she didn't like start the drama a lot Lala's like well I gotta pull you aside can we do this and she was like Mm -hmm. yeah we can do it right now because I got a fucking pump uh (laughs) also I do love that Sheena's showing that like incorporating grandparents in the show because I do feel like the family structure of like American families is like totally eroded and like you know Lala was like with James, the first scene of this episode, she's like, I'm going to hand the baby off to the night nurse now. And it's fully like 1 p.m. I'm like, Damn, you just have... I mean, you know. Yeah. Is it a night nurse still if it's daytime? Oh, Isn't that just a few a night nanny? nurses? Uh, but I mean, let's, I mean, I don't have like a great family structure. I just think that it would be nice if like everyone was involved. The grandparents, because you know what? I was, I was listening to your podcast this afternoon when you texted me. And like before that, I was like sitting on a bench and... A woman was carrying a little baby, and this old man was just like, oh, he was, like, so happy to see, like, a woman with a tiny baby. And I just thought about the circle of life. And I'm like, it's important for old people and, like, like literally newborns to be around each other, and they give each other life, and it's important. Like, we should all kind of be together, but, like, uh, the family structure of American modern life is so weird, and uh, I get it. I'm, I'm not trying to again be a bitch about it like i understand how hard it is uh just to survive and keep a relationship alive but uh it's you know grandparents they're your babysitters they are they want to be your babysitters they want to do yeah that's what they're there (laughs) for that's what they're there for they want to take advantage of that yeah Mm -hmm. they are dying to do it yeah and i like seeing erica and then i also think of like Remember when Sheena and her mom got hum- matching hummingbird yes. tattoos? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't and I did. Yeah, no, that was... I, like, want Summer Moon to eventually get one, too. Like, just, like, complete the, like, multi-generational tattoo 
journey. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it would I be mean, beautiful. What's the youngest you can get a tattoo with a parental consent? 15? Probably. Probably younger. Yeah, probably younger. Well, I can't wait they for should that. Just ta- they should actually just tattoo it on her. Do like, it now. Do I it now. would not. Do it now. Do it now. She won't remember it or feel it and like. Or maybe not now because it would maybe stretch out so much. Maybe what? Do it small. You do it small, and mm-hmm. then as she grows, it turns into a huge back tattoo. <laughs> like, then it's a chrysalis. Then. Yeah. Pierce yeah. Harris give her no. a give her a neck tattoo of a butterfly. Call it a day. Yeah, they've got. She has to get one though. Like that's can't. Like if your mom and grandma have the same tattoo, then you two have to get it. I don't make the rules. 100% agree with you. James and Raquel, they like talk it out at the stretch lab. Mm-hmm. And Ra- Raquel does a really good job of like cracking the whip with James, yeah. but doing it with like a smile on her face and like very sweetly. She goes, your number one job as my fiance is to support me and not add to the stress I'm already feeling. And he's like, you're right. I'm so sorry. And then the way she just like smiles to herself after that, I was like, we should all be taking notes from Raquel. Truly, like, yes. Learning how to get what we want in a relationship. She did a really good job of expressing herself. At her age, I was like, mm-hmm. good for you, Raquel. And, you know, James still kind of has to, like, go through, like, spinning his wheels in the mud of, like, well, I, I thought this, and I felt this, and this. And then eventually he's like, oh, you're right. Like, I'm sorry. I was I was wrong. I shouldn't, you know, I should just maybe keep that shit to myself and be like, whatever you want, babe. Literally, it's just yeah. that. Whatever you want. <laughs> what a, what a happy wife, happy life. Exactly. I'm excited for next week for James to get like weed counseling. <laughs> I cracked up. That's one of my notes. Is like next week. It's like James is first of all. He's like sharing the same couch as like a therapist. So I didn't know what this relationship was. And so <laughs> really this weird, weird. middle aged man with with glasses on. He's like, so James, do you feel like you're powerless to weed? He's like. Yeah, well, I laughed at. I just started cracking <laughs> up, and then I then it cuts to James. And he's like already crying, and he keeps crying hard. He's like, "I am powerless to wait." I was like, "Oh Jesus, God, okay, sorry." You know, I don't want to. Uh, you know. Yeah, I was like, journey. I thought it was his dad <laughs> at first because the I mean, way that yeah, I was dad. like, "Oh, British man," and then I didn't know they were that close. But then, like, glad to see them back together. And then I was like, "Wait, who is this guy?" They were Imagine on the same sitting couch, next right? To your therapist. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, like... That's why I was like, this is just like a <laughs> friend. Because, like, James has befriended middle aged kind of gay men and has slept True. on their living room floor and, like, pretended not to know them when he invites them out. <laughs> you know, that was. Who was that guy? Was his name John? I don't remember. He's like, uh, James, like, sleeping in his corner of his living room. He had just had, like, a screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. a screen and a bed and a filing cabinet. Yeah. And the- <laughs> he's like, James, I want to take you out to dinner. You're like my special boy. And James is like, oh, I can't, mate. Uh, <laughs> I have to go out with Jax Taylor. And the- God, I miss that era where no. they were all like, oh, it was John from, was it John from Miami? The guy that came to like meet up with Jax. It was like his maybe Miami like sugar daddy or like modeling employer or something where he was like, I fucking love you, man. Right. And tried to like kind of kiss Jax at the club. I love that I, all that the men that the men on the show that have had like really weird, <laughs> ambiguous relationships with older men. It's a trope I miss. It's how you make it in show business, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Kevin Spacey, you know, what did he do? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we might know. <laughs> Sorry. Your British is right out of that. Um. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Spacey. I like you tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Kevin Spacey listened to this podcast. Like low he key. Might. He might. Who are like um some of the most famous people that you know of that listen to it that aren't like Bravo people? Because you got a lot of, you know, you got a big following. I knew that there was one period of time where I found out that the older Obama sister, I think it's Malia, had listened to the podcast wow. or at least listened to like a few episodes, was turned on to it. I don't know if she still fucks with it, but like that was a huge, that felt like That's good. Amazing. I was like, hell yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Famous people that listen out yourselves. Yeah. To me. Yeah. I won't tell your secrets. DM me and I'll Kevin tell Spacey if you're listening. <laughs> Sky for a did subscribe to mine for 10 days and then I'm subscribed. But we still DM. We're cool. She's going to be a guest soon, I think. <laughs> That's great. I love her so much. <laughs> I'm a so... I've been following her for years, waiting with bated breath and suffocating, essentially, for her album to come out. So please like inquire about that if it's like a safe topic but if not i completely understand you gotta let the artist work you know mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so many artists you love no, that like, I... just won't put out albums like rihanna but i think rihanna has a lot more uh sort of record label support and like people would just like make her album i don't know i'm not trying to but like i mean come on rihanna it's like yeah enough is enough she's still been relevant though i mean selling underwear and shit good for her i guess but uh Mm-hmm. It's like her I music. I'm sad that her line went away because I thought her like clothing line was cool. Oh wait, what was that called? It was like um, it wasn't called Fent. Was it called Fenty? It was like the 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 ground level of Fenty. It was like, didn't, I think she partnered with like, oh yeah, it was Fenty that was like partnered with LMVH to start like a luxury brand and she put out like a few collections, but then it just like went away, which was upsetting because I thought it was really cool. It was really expensive too. I was like, holy shit, like a thigh high boot was like, you know, appropriately priced, but I was like, god damn, like who? Mm Mm-hmm out of my range but yeah. you know out of most people ready range. to aspire to buy yep. but goodbye i guess <laughs> we still um, so, so the toms to to- <laughs> 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 like we're not are we even halfway through we're like halfway through we're at like the we're intermission about at the halfway point now yeah <laughs> i love this though this is gonna be a long episode uh, it's a long episode buckle up the yeah. toms finally got to their restaurant and katie has crashed their meeting and i just love how much sandoval clearly hates katie oh, so and i mean <laughs> so they much. just hate each other so much and they're gonna eventually have to get over it like there's no getting around the fact that they are in each other's lives for the long haul. they have to get over it sandoval says it's like bring your wife to work day i know that mm. i was like sandoval you can't insulting. just be a dick now you can't yeah, go that like, low you can't go that low. I don't like Katie either. Like, but I'm not going to be like a bitch about like, that's your best friend's wife. The thing like, is you now can't be like that. I am starting to love Katie. Cause like now I, I guess she just too. eats edibles and is like chill and not 
annoying. And I'm like, well, what's not actually now this season? Like, what is not to like about Katie? She's just kind of just like around and like dresses nice for her and throws parties <laughs> and like has you know pretty correct yeah. takes on the social situations around her. I'm like, well, Katie is uh, I know, she's, she's giving not. <laughs> Not tequila Katie anymore and just kind of like stoned and dissociating, especially whenever she has to talk to her husband, which I actually appreciate because I do think that she, I think that she should divorce Schwartz and like level up. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like, like I'm, I've come around on her and Mm -hmm. maybe it's because like she, I think it's partially also because Stassi's not around anymore and Stassi made Katie like less likable for me yeah because they were just so like on each other's sides about everything yeah the blonde and brunette uh Mm -hmm. uh i don't know (laughs) paradox how much do you love (laughs) (laughs) sandoval holding up his inspiration for the schwartz and sandy's sign and then misspelling Tom Schwartz's last name. He spelled Schwartz wrong. He spelled it with an S at the end instead of a Z. I was like, you can't, you can't make that up. Like that's just classic Sandoval, I guess. Also, wasn't it like a printed design on a piece of paper? It was like literally like, um, like uh, he just magic drew it with markers. Marker. <laughs> also, I did, I did write down. I transcribed their revised mission statement, which they presented in front of Greg. Please read. Do you want me to read? It's Mm -hmm. a vibrant, funky dive lounge with tasteful Americana food, including vegan options, featuring simple, fresh, and playfully unique mixology. I was like, well, there you go, bitch. Yeah. Say that. Is Americana food just like burgers and fries? Unsure. And milkshakes? It implies, (laughs) it at least implies sliders. Yeah, uh, I think a burger or two might be on the menu. And then vegan options, I was like, I guess like impossible burgers seem like the thing to do mm-hmm. nowadays. So maybe celery with some mango salsa. <laughs> sure. Seems like the they the menu's just gonna be like exactly what the menu of Tom Tom is for right. the most They're part. They're not um taking a huge detour there. Yeah, which I'm not mad at. There are a few like things at Tom Tom I really love, so you can find me at Schwartz and Sandy. What's your favorite thing at Tom Tom? The buffalo cauliflower wings, which are not buffalo flavored, although they are called that. Okay. They are like <laughs> go off. <laughs> more of like a sesame like they're they're more of like um in Chinese food you get like sesame chicken. They're like more oh, of yeah. that kind of flavor. Yeah. We and love they're that. so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. Damn. Delicious. And they have like a bacon Gruyere mac and cheese that comes in like mm. a little tiny cast iron skillet. Well, that's now also you're speaking really my good. language, yeah. Yeah, no, that's what you get, and then you get the <laughs> the sliders, and you have a great Tom Tom experience. <sighs> oh Lord Almighty, I gotta come to LA. I gotta come to LA. Yeah, you got to. I gotta come to LA. <sighs> Katie takes over the whole meeting, and then Greg just puts her in charge. <laughs> This was my favorite. Okay, it's like Sandoval has been fucking railing against Katie for so many episodes and being like, bringing up like this book release for like Stassi like years ago. And like to the point where everyone was like, Sandoval, you need to fucking chill. This was so long ago. 
if you don't get over it now, like you're never going to get over it, but like you need to get over it now because it's like truly affecting the entire group. It's affecting like the business that we're embarking on. Like just chill out, man. Like what's your problem? There's a million reasons why he has to get over it. Yeah. And then Greg, because Katie points out a few (laughs) things. He's like, she's like, um, well, I just think you could like simplify this. And she points out a few, I didn't take these notes, but she's like, you know, like what you mean to say is this. And like, this is what you're trying to do. And like, you want to have like these kind of people coming. So like, instead of like describing like the lighting scenario of your business, what you want to do is like describe like the clientele you want. You want like maybe some bachelorette parties, birthday parties, whatever. And then Greg, the potential investor of this restaurant is like, oh my God, like, Katie Maloney should be here instead of Tom Sandoval. And Tom is just like, in that moment, Laura, I, fr- I was like, I started like, my, my palms started getting sweaty. I was like, this is so crazy. I'm like, is he going to start like slapping people like Brock does? He's like furious. He, the, bo- I, the rage he must have felt, like I cannot even imagine. It was like. <laughs> you can feel it through the screen, like yeah. his anger at this moment. But he really like, he did it to himself because he, he focuses on all the wrong things and like doesn't he just like didn't nail the mission statement or the assignment at hand. And honestly, like if they do want to get the money from Greg and like make it happen, their best bet is to now have Katie <laughs> running the show. As much as I hate to say it, like yep. you need you need the Maloney touch, that Maloney magic. We need uh what was <laughs> wait, what did uh <laughs> what did, <laughs> what did Tom Sandoval say? I was like, it's not like Mal- this is like a few seasons ago. He's like uh, it's not Maloney's, like, bar and grill. Katie Maloney's bar and grill, yeah. Well, maybe it should be, because, like, you know what? It, it's very um, cyclical or, like, horseshoe theory, where it's, like, they were, like, we're not going to do, like, a little bar and grill. But then, like, they end up naming their bar a very bar and grill, like, Schwartz and Sandy's. Like, if I wa- that's not a bar I want to go to as a dignified adult in their yeah. early to mid-30s. Like, <laughs> it sounds whack. Yeah, Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill would maybe even be a better name for this space. (laughs) (laughs) And now she's getting her full circle moment, and I'm excited to see where she takes us. I I felt vindicated for Katie. I'm, like, so Team Katie now. I'm like, you are the, you know, Nev Campbell's not really in our uh, lexicon anymore. Like, you're taking over for her. You're like, yeah, the sexy slicked back hair. You're doing kind of like uh, wild things vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, her femme fatale party. Yeah, she's. I love her being like, <laughs> we've been in sweats all for years, and now it's time to get sexy. Which you would really think she's the last person to like organize that, but she she does the damn thing. She does the she damn thing. She pulls out the cheese plates. The two <laughs> throws tiny them on the little kitchen like, island. It, it looks like she went to a wedding and snuck like two little like cubed cheese plates off a table, put it in a bag. And repurposed it into her uh, contemporary farmhouse valley home, uh, humongous kitchen island. Uh, I respect They were that. wrapped with a bow. Yeah. Like they were, I feel, yeah, I'm like, where did these come Whole from? Whole Foods, Aaron, what do you guys more? got out there? They're not, I don't think they sell like with a bow stuff. <laughs> yeah, the bow. You the won't bow find is... that at a California Whole Foods. Like the, and the plastic wrap like that is like certainly not an Erewhon. Mm-hmm. vibe i've never been so i feel Ron, like it's though. like a vaughn it's a vaughn's or something like oh, yeah. that 
like yeah. the like the right when you walk into Vons, there's maybe just a table of like little things that you can grab. And she was just like, yeah. okay, two of these. Maybe she grabbed the two and ran right back out. Mm-hmm. Katie That's what could I think. be a klepto. Don't you think? Just I get, <laughs> that would be I, fucking I do cool. Kinda, yeah, well, I get klepto vibes from pretty much all the women on Vanderpump Rules, especially Kristen. Katie, though, oh Kristen for sure. Yeah, she's probably stolen like a car, like a bank <laughs> truck, like an armored van. <laughs> she's robbed a bank, she's absolutely, a, and she will again. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, though, then talks shit. Just when I think that I'm, like, rooting for her, she decides to talk shit on my Queen Sheena's, like, softcore porn movie that she oh, shot. Yeah. And, like, don't come for Sheena like that. Don't come for Sheena. She shits on her. She's like, some of us would do anything to, like, get our acting careers going. And it's like, well, yeah, Sheena's, like, would do anything. And that's why she did have, like, some semblance of an acting career. Unlike you who were like basically 33 with no other options at the start of Vanderpump Rules. Right. As if Katie wouldn't have done that same movie if it was not presented to her. They all, that's like literally what they're all trying to do at the beginning of like season one Vanderpump Rules. Like we're all like actors. <laughs> Model actors. Model actors. Sheena was on a episode of the Jonas Brothers show. Like she was like that. a, yeah, or she might have had like a small character arc. She was like a pizza pizza girl or something like that. Like Sheena was doing it. Sheena was doing it and she's still doing it and she will continue to do that. Sheena fucked John Mayer. Like that's cool. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> and she that's fucked cool. um, Brandy Glanville's she, ex-husband. That's how like yeah, can we and remember Jesse that, like Sheena wasn't even supposed to be a part of Vanderpump Rules. She was kind of just like Oh, this weird waitress that like has beef with like Lisa Vanderpump's friend Brandy Glanville, and Sheena made it into being a full time cast member of Vanderpump Rules, and now she is the queen of the show, and she has been for eight years. So, yeah, Sheena is put some literally respect on Sheena's name. Yeah, <laughs> the Lana song fucked my way up to the top. Like that is Sheena. Hell yes. <laughs> Katie's just a hater. And that, that was rude. And then Lala, <laughs> she was like, I think I watched that to get off once. And I was like, hell yeah. Spot the line. I hope Lala goes lesbian now that Rand's out of the picture. Don't you kind of think that's it's kind of her struggle is like, because she goes off, she goes after like the weirdest men, but is still so uh, female empowerment. I just, also just my intuition is like, I can see her with other women. I'm like, that's what you enjoy. I don't, okay, here's the thing. I don't think in, I can't imagine Lala like blowing Randall and having like an intuitive good time. I can imagine her going down on a woman and having like a way better time. Yeah. I don't think Randall is giving Lala like the best orgasms of her life. I'll just put it that way. I agree. Yeah. There's like, he's i mean <laughs> i think she probably likes being with him yeah well there's a lot of perks or like be cuddling he seems like a cuddly and like i can understand like he does seem like the kind of person like when his attention is focused on you you yeah. feel like you're the only person that matters yeah even lisa vanderhoff so that feels good she's like i like randall he's fun he's like he's a and she, Lisa thinks Randall has money, so I think that's why she also likes him because yeah. she believes him to be like wealthy. But like, 
Does any but like, I think he owes a lot of people a lot of money. Potentially yeah. the IRS, like uh, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What happened with Jax is well, like one point two million that he owed the, the IRS. Do we know? Um, what happened with that? What? Yeah, I don't oh. know. We need to like figure that out. I have to like message Tracy Morrissey because I feel like she's always really good at looking okay. into that. Jax blocked and like blocked me on Instagram. I don't. I don't know why. To say I don't know. He why. blocked me on Twitter, <coughs> but not on Instagram. I don't think. Oh. But I haven't checked in with him in a while since he's off the show. I'm kind of like, who cares? Yeah, I don't care. I would buy beer cheese though, in a heartbeat. I know. I would have always bought that. Yeah. I saw like. A container of something that looked like beer cheese in like a public trash can the other day, and I instantly thought of Mima's beer cheese and was like, oh, I wish that was like a Mama's beer cheese. Like discarded port, <laughs> port wine. Uh... I know. Come on, Brittany. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Sheena talk up. Also, at this party, it's like everyone's hanging out. It's like watching a bunch of people that don't like each other, like hang out and try to have a good time together, which is just like strange. It's strange because like, it's so weird when they like, this is what I've noticed in like this season of Vanderpump Rules is like before the party even really gets going, they make them do like a dance montage. Yeah. It's like they've been at the party for like 15 minutes. It's like the bright lights. They're like (laughs) fucked up, weird Encino, like, farmhouse and the, the, every light is on and the production lights and they're like dance party and I'm like they're like they have to like twerk on each other and then like then they talk about show like there's no way this is organically happening because like no oh, sorry that's yeah, never that's who acts like that like no one. no one acts like that no one acts like that if you're gonna dance it ha- it's like at the end of the night yeah. like on winter house when they're dancing I believe that that's real because they're all so shit faced like that's the next logical step at 12.30 a.m. Correct. But yeah, on Vanderpump. Not at 7.30 p.m. No, and then I feel like you're right. The so producers weird. are like, okay, like, can we get like some dance party footage now? They're like, and then they Sheena's going to leave dance. to breast pump. Lala's going to storm off. So like, what we need to do is like get you and the couples like just kind of for fucking 15 seconds, just kind of pretend like you're listening to the best <laughs> Missy Elliott song you've ever heard. And give it your all. And then they're like, okay, so like, hey, like, Sheena, do you want to have to la la? It's like, oh, it, it's just jarring weird. It's, it's a little fake and a little random. But uh, I'm, yeah, I'm it's very fake it. and I'm random. Still with it, but like, God, you know. And I don't love it. No. But I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. We're stuck for life. We are. I'm literally like, let release me from this prison that I've created for myself. Like, just end the show, please, so I can stop talking about it. Yeah. I'm going to watch this out of the but day I until die. then. No, I was <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops, if we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. 
and so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Lala, like, strolling over to the girls, and she's like, are you guys having a conversation? And they're like, yes. And she goes, "When and when you're finished with the convo, may I borrow you for a moment to Sheena? And I was like, wow, you guys are phoning it in at this yeah. point. Yep. And then they, like, make up. They make up, and it's in a way where... If I thought Lala was a genuine person saying what she is saying, I'm like, well, that's nice to hear. And then Sheena receives it very well. Mm. Then Lala's like, can I give you a hug? And then that's when Sheena starts crying. And I'm like, oh, girl, the hor- the hormones are like raging. and like Raging. Yeah. And then Lala says she needs to go. She's like, is it okay if I go talk to your man right now? And I just like hate when she puts it that way. And then I realized this whole this whole season is just scenes of Lala going up to people and being like, are we good? Like, I feel like she's done that 20 times so far and then continues to do it multiple times in this episode. And I'm like, enough of this. The answer is no, you're not good with anyone. You're not actually friends with them and you don't care about them. your man. My man. So many mans. So many mans. Yeah, she goes to Brock and talks to him in front of Tom and James. And then Brock is not as receptive. And then Lala says, I'm like a fine wine. Some people like me and some people would rather have boxed wine. And then Brock goes, well, I'm drinking scotch. And I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) And Brock is also smoking a cigar and he's having like boys boys night boys you're time. smoking a cigar mm-hmm. wearing suspenders uh you're having boys night <laughs> you're definitely having boys yeah night. you don't need to talk like lala now is not the time lala no and uh they don't yeah they don't end things very well no but lala she knows also the like long time no. she has to know like because she she sat down she's like well, what originally she wanted to do was like, oh, I want to pull Sheena aside because the two of us need to have a conversation. But when it came to Brock, she was like, I can do this in front of everyone. Like, I don't care. I'm just going to spout off some like weird isms and I'll be fine with Brock if I just keep talking. And Brock's like, mm-hmm. no, like you're kind of a detriment to my life and my wife's um, happiness and stability. So like, I'm not like, <laughs> I don't know why we wouldn't just talk. Um, yeah and you just say you say you're sorry but then also you say just to accept that you'll say whatever you want whenever you want yeah and i should be fine with it oh that's what yeah that's what lala says yeah yeah then sheena interrupts before things can get too heated and she's like i have to go feed and her her jugs are just wild to me huge huge she's got a great rack she's like i'm a small g now i'm like God, I love that. I love seeing this huge that. hot rack 
on Vanderpump Rules. Reasons to have kids. Yeah, number one is like huge tits. Huge big milkers. Yeah, big milkers. She can't. She needs mommy milkers. And that's why I think she wore the blazer because she's like, I don't have dresses that fit me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't and show them off. Like I think the, the audience wants the, to see. So like Sheena and Lala both wore like kind of big blazers. Well, no, Sheena's was kind of tailored to fit her, but Lala's kind of like oh, I'm like so thin and like stinky, and I'm like maybe like I've seen a Balenciaga Instagram post. Like, I'm gonna do that. It's like you're not stylish, but like Sheena's like none of my dresses fit me. I can't do body contouring. I need some tailoring. I admire that and I respect that. And again. I love Sheena so much. Uh, Me she too. Looked, She's she making great. it work. She looked great. Yeah. Looked great. Looks incredible. Smooth. She looks younger than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I just like, I like seeing her. I feel like she keeps it pretty real. And like, yeah, I, I just like resent Lala. Yeah. The thing is, Sheena lot. keeps it real to the best of her ability. And she's always been an open book. Mm-hmm. And... I, we appreciate that. And as a person on like a reality TV show, that's like what you need uh, to be bringing. It's like the same as like Ramona Singer, like watching like the new season of like Real Housewives of like uh, Ultimate Girls Trip. Like Ramona is like kind of just this wild animal you're watching um, (laughs) in a zoo. I need to watch that. I'm still on my list. I'm going to watch it tonight. I've heard that it's so good. Like, it's, like, cry laughing. Like, my friend who was texting me out, he was, like, I was, like, crying. It's it's really good, Laura. It's okay, really good. I'm, I can't wait. That's my hot plan and tonight. I, I don't think that Sheena is that much like Ramona, but I don't think that, like, Sheena keeps secrets. She just is delusional. So, like, whatever is true to her is true to us. You know, what her yeah. relationships with, like, fucking Rob and... um. Who is the Oxy? Shay. Shay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was like, what was her last name? That's like his first name also. Mike Shay. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, He's kind of like my type. Just kind of like a dim, burly, like, uh. Who's like, whatever you say. Yeah, no, I'll be in my room. That's Mm -hmm. that's what I'm looking for. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's very, like, in on brand with Sandoval or like the Schwartz triplets. Just a very upstate, like depressed, uh, fat loser. Oxy bro. <laughs> this is what I, this is what I am, and I'm what I'm uh, likes attract likes called the law of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that Sheena, like Sheena struggles with like, she puts on a happy face and pretends like everything's amazing, even though her life is like crumbling. And I think I that's highly relatable. Yeah. And that's the kind of energy I yeah. crave. And she's always just like frozen. Like her face is frozen. She's just kind of like, she'll kind of like cower back, like maybe like five degrees and be like, mm-hmm. I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm not going to react now. I will go home and process this information, but like, it's not going <laughs> to upset me right now. But like, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm hearing. I think she does hear people, um, yeah. In certain ways, and like you know, as years go by, like you know, she isn't the same person she was season one or two, and and you know what? Neither mm-hmm. are uh, either of us. You know, we're, we're much different. Thank God. Thank fuck. All God. evolved. Yeah. We have podcasts. If you have been watching Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
if you've been watching VPR from the jump and you find that you're the same person you were at the start of Vanderpump oh, Rules, Lord you need Almighty. to fucking figure it out yeah. because something ain't right. And that's coming from me, like someone who, you know, kind of barely. No, I have, but like. I had some of my darkest days about season like four, no, like season five to six, I think was like my, probably one of my life, like lowest point of my life. So I've really gone like, it's been a roller coaster. Yeah. But now on the up and up. Yeah. You look great. Yeah. The podcast is amazing. Thanks. <laughs> Fucking killing it, mate. You're all killing it, mate. <laughs> Hell yeah. Lisa takes Schwartz into her basement of sin and then comes out wearing that doggy mask and goes, would you like to do doggy style with me? And like kind of humps the air. And I was like, what is this relationship? Like, this is like your boss. The sexual harassment. Schwartz and Lisa have a weird kind of mother son, like Dom and like bottom kind of relationship where Lisa knows that like Schwartz is like the most impressionable person that like she would probably ever meet that she's involved with business wise or in any, any, any way. Schwartz is like a little boy. Um, yeah. So Lisa's wearing this like fucked up like dog animatronic. <laughs> okay. I don't understand how, can you, maybe, you know, how does the mouth, cause like I don't a know. Snout, I it, don't. The snout is moving as she is talking. I don't know how it's fucking working. That is fucking it's a up. badass. Is it, it, it's, it's so crazy. So we all saw the post. I think you, you definitely talked about it on your, I've heard on your pod. You talked about mm-hmm. how horrific was this fucking <laughs> Halloween costume of Lisa Vanderhoms was. She puts the head on and her basement is like kind of it looks like kind of like an Ohio like if you knew like if you lived in Ohio and like you knew like a rich person that their parents had like a five bedroom house like a finished basement like there is a quadrant of a basement that's just like doors where there's like steel racks of just like random crap that is Lisa's um Villa Rosa basement and so then she just kind of slides on this dog mask and she's like like tall like how do you think and he's like what the fuck he's like then his confessional he's like well now i have to like get katie to get one of these to be attracted to her okay i think that do you or okay do you think that schwartz and lisa could or would fuck in the future yes I think that Lisa should fuck Schwartz. Mm-hmm. I think that that's like where this could potentially lead. And one of the only ways to make this show truly great again would be for them to carry on like a full blown affair. Correct. I do not think they have fucked. I think they've No, flirted. I don't think they've fucked yet. And I think that Tom's uh, Schwartz's flirting is probably just. It's kind he of falling on there. deaf ears. Well, well, Lisa, I'm sure she appreciates it. I mean, who, what, what person of a certain age wouldn't like someone of a certain age hitting on them? Yeah. Like, you just like it. Or just saying, like, they're pretty or being like, like, oh it's God, like, yeah. he'll do things like her feet will be on. He's like, Lisa, your feet are so pretty. And then, of course, you're going to be like, okay, that's cute. Yeah. If someone's 30 years younger than you and like saying that. I think Ken will die die yes oh my god Lisa's, we're so on the same page Lisa's gonna here. outlive Ken if that doesn't happen then like my sure. whole um my whole ethos will fall apart Ken's gonna die mm-hmm. and then Schwartz's gonna come over 
console her with this giant weird middle no ring finger toe. What is it? It's like Morton's toe. It's like Morton's toe. Morton's toe. <laughs> Morton's toe. He's gonna come over in his little Adidas slides that might be um off market, fake target slides, whatever. He's gonna come over, he's gonna comfort her and like they're going to get it on. Mm-hmm. More than like, I mean, we also thought that like I'm, I'm Jax and Lisa had like Jax and Tom Schwartz are completely different people in that way, like sexually in, in terms of like their like libido. But I think Lisa is equally invested in the same kind of attention. Yeah. I think that Jax, Jax is the kind of person that would like initiate more. Like I feel like yeah. Jax's mentality is like shooters shoot and Schwartz is a more passive kind mm-hmm. of guy, but he's the kind of guy that if you come onto him, he will fuck you. Like there's no qualms. like whoever you are. I don't think it yeah. matters. And I think that's the reason he's cheated on Katie so many times is because girls are just like, Oh my God. And like make out with him and he's not going to say no. <laughs> and when Lisa finds herself being horny and lonely and sad, and Schwartz comes over with a gift basket, I think she'll like hug him and kind of like nuzzle into his neck and then just start kissing him and then it's over. I think so too. Cause like Ken is kind of giving like Logan Roy on succession where it's like, uh Oh, me too. I think he's not all, I think he's not all there. I kind of said this on my podcast recently, not to like make it up, but it's like Lisa, like as much as she possibly can, she, whoever can, she can get in her web. She wants to like replicate and like mirror her aesthetic. So she like dresses her dogs up a certain way. And now like her husband dresses in like the same kind of like custom tailoring shirting, kind of like purpley button up, like, like her dogs are dressed the same as her husband and they both. (laughs) <laughs> they all seem as decrepit and like the on the brink of like death, um, which like go off. But like, <laughs> <laughs> she loves an animal that's like holding on for dear life. Yeah, she, <laughs> wearing like a little suit. How much older is Ken than Lisa? Like ten. He's 12? very a lot older. It's I think like she 10, was yeah. what twenty one when they met or when they got married, and he was like, was like I want to say he was in his forties or something. No. They're not like 30 or oh, 20 years. They're age gap couple for sure. I I'm love age gap. I would and love Lisa. to be an age gap. Yeah. Actually, in my age, though. I know. Now age, we're getting to the it's age like, it's, where it's like you have to be like 60. It's like it's Eric and Jane, Tom Girardi <laughs> age gap, which is less sexy. It's like we. Or you just have less like glory years to enjoy it before they fucking drive off a cliff. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I know. It's like well, we both <laughs> need Viagra now, so it's like not the same appeal. <laughs> oh, he's only sixteen years older than okay. her. That's not anything. Mm-hmm. I thought he truly was like twenty-five to thirty years older than her, but I was wrong. He does kind of seem to be losing like a little bit of uh, mental capacity or just kind of like marauding around his estate kind of like in these like crazy like Michael Jackson garbs like oh what dog is this? (laughs) Yeah there was some moment from the last episode where Lala or someone said something and Ken was like 
what and like seemed really confused yeah. and i was like oh that's genuine like he does not know what you're even talking about it was more genuine than like remember when like in the real house of beverly hills where like the all the women like met up with like tom girardi and they're like oh my god you're telling the best stories we love tom girardi oh he's such a great host like he's so with it he's so great he loves entertaining mm-hmm. um lisa's husband ken seems so much less with it than that and i'm like <laughs> girl any day any day any day yeah start playing start you know start game with Remember when s- <laughs> who pushed him in the pool and <gasps> so harrowing that could have killed him that yeah. probably, that's what did it that that's that put him in an early it. grave that was his it was tom girardi oh, driving off the it? cliff moment who was it it wasn't like wasn't yolanda no, it was a husband. It was a man. It was it was like Mauricio or like uh oh fuck, who was it? I'm Googling who pushed Ken okay, Todd I was in about the pool. To. We we absolutely have to know. The listeners need to know. Cause it's Was it it was It wasn't Jack. I thought it was Yolanda. No, no, it was not it was a man. I it was a man I well I think it was a man. It was like Mauricio. <laughs> or Taylor, Taylor Armstrong, Taylor Armstrong, God, her fucking... gay best friend. Oh, oh God! <laughs> of course, it was a toxic gay who would yep. just push Ken Todd into the pool. Incredible work. Shaved like a decade off his life. Mm-hmm. Their joint slay. He was yeah. never <laughs> the same after that. Never the same. Honestly, <laughs> that's that's what did it. Is Taylor Armstrong? She's on like another like Ultimate Girls trip. Thing, right there's like another yeah i think she's gonna be on the next one okay well i missed her i've craved too. her my fellow oklahoma native so oh, is she? okay period mm-hmm. I love it. yeah we need to check back in with her yeah it's time schwartz is really stressed because he's basically like supporting his whole family and pinching pennies and i just love lisa's savage she's like they're not your responsibility and she's like, cut them off. Never speak to them again. Yeah, it was crazy. Because then also Schwartz reveals like how much he sends to them. He's like, maybe four hundred to five hundred dollars a month. I was like, oh, that's Which that's like not that much for split between five people. Like a hundred. <laughs> like what are they? Like, what are they doing with that money? Like, listen, I I, I grew up in dire straits. I understand like how much a dollar can go. However, like, if you're buying, like, a one-point-something or even, like, two-point-something million-dollar house, shave off a hundred grand, give it to your family, there's, it's, like, teach something to fish. You know, it's, like, you could have supported them. But also, I mean, I kind of agree with Lisa's, like, not his job, but... Kind of is. That's such a hard situation. It's, to be it's in. difficult. It actually is really. It's an impo- it, It's an impossible situation because it'll never be enough. Like you want to save your family from. And he's the most successful person out of far. his whole family. Yeah. And the oldest sibling. I think he's older than those triplets. And, did, and like. Yeah. Did he say his yeah. parents divorced during the pandemic? I thought I kind of gathered that. Yeah, they divorced either. Yeah, during the pandemic or, like, recent, like, had undergone a recent divorce. Oh. It all seemed dark. That's tough, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
my parents' divorce was like the best thing that ever happened to me. So I'm like, not. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it took them too long. Yeah, I want to know. I like both want to know, but also don't want to know more about his sitch. I'm conflicted. Yeah. I would send his. I'd rather have some him money fucking... if they need. You know, yeah. if they have like a GoFundMe. <laughs> You're you know, like I, I have like a I like proposition the for those. Hey, I like yeah, the brothers. Those, uh, what can I say? Triplets. Um. Then Charlie, <laughs> Brock, and Sheena are working out at the Bar Method Studio that I used to go to for years. Oh my god! And really? Yes, have worked out with that Bar Method instructor. Period. Like I know her. I was like. Wow, good to see that that survived. Glad they're getting some coin from having them film in the studio. I saw that and I was like, this looks like a... I mean, I would like to... Someone would have to put a gun to my head to go there. But like, I was like, this could, you know... It's a really fun. good workout. It's hard as fuck. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a lot of like tiny muscle movements Control and movements, then stretching. Yeah. Yeah. S- super controlled movements and then stretching all in a carpeted room with a lot of women. And they're like, it's all women mostly. And then there will be like maybe one or two men, but it was the kind of, the kind of woman that would go there would be wearing Lululemon head to toe. You're not allowed to show your midriff at all. Like, and you have to wear full leg, like leggings all the way to your ankles or whatever. They have to cover your knees. And it was all women in Lulu. And then everyone was engaged. Like every woman had like a rock (laughs) on her finger. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like a cult kind of, and then the room's carpeted. So like a carpeted room feels very cult vibes to me. Mm -hmm. A little too comfortable. And you're just like slowly doing teeny little movements. Yeah. I don't know why I'm drawn to like, kind of like women's like Pilates, like hot body. First of all, I don't, I've never done a workout class, but if I was going to, I'm like a, giant man i'm like six two i'm I'm a little overweight i'm legally obese but like i think that bar class like just kind of like getting on your tippy toes and like brock did it too he was there and he was like oh mate this is so fucking tough oh makes me want to slap my wife you know (laughs) (laughs) it's tough it's tough you see it's so tough like the the and there's some women what what what, sorry (laughs) stuttering (laughs) what like the workouts that like female models have to do have to be the toughest of anything. You know, it's not it's, mm-hmm. it, CrossFit is like child's play compared to like bar and uh, hot body Pilates. To That's get into those say, like yeah. weird, because you have to get those like weird places that you can't attack with like a CrossFit. Like no. you want to get like right here, mm-hmm. like toned, and so then you have to do like all this stuff of like pushing and contorting your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even today I was thinking, like, in my own workout, I was like, I wonder if Bar Method's still around, like, would love to do another class. Then watch <laughs> Vanderpump Rules, and there it was. There you go. No need to wonder. They talk about, I don't even know what, I really didn't take a lot of notes on their conversation. I just know that it ended with Brock doing, like, a full-blown, like, backwards somersault into standing, and then getting, like, lightheaded. Yes. Uh, Charlie was there, and my note was, like, Charlie fears that she's becoming an outsider in the group. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you're not. <laughs> you <laughs> <In> are. Anyway, <laughs> you're so age inappropriate for this group. And it's weird they even kind of kept you on. They just needed like a woman to or a, anyone to be working in the restaurant to show like, oh, I'm serving goat cheese balls. Otherwise, like they've all outgrown, sir. Like they're not at sir. No one's at sir. 
Yeah, no one is no a sir. There. You're so right. Even she's the only person. I don't even think that Charlie works there. Actually, I don't think so either. Yeah, but I think that she was like, sure, I'll work there on camera. Right, because especially during like COVID in LA, I feel like you guys. I mean, I don't know if it's like delayed, uh, but like filming. I feel like they had to like hire extras that were like COVID to negative. Eat there. To eat I there. don't think that. I don't think that they were like truly open when they were filming at the restaurants. I do right. think it was populated with like friends and extras just to make it seem like those restaurants. And I don't think certainly people weren't being like, God, restaurants are back open. I can't wait to go to Sir. <laughs> the food there is just so <laughs> scrumptious. But I was also yeah, saying like that LA locals that. are, that's not the first stop on their like <laughs> <laughs> restaurant list. <laughs> um, but I was also saying that because I didn't realize like cause I was listening because I, Listen to SUP religiously. <laughs> um, you and Carrie were talking about how, like, the Excelsior Pass, like, people weren't checking for, like, um, uh, COVID vaccines at bars and shit. And that happened in New York, like, literally fucking six months. It was, like, spring, beginning of summer. Wow. They've just started doing okay, that. Okay, now it's been, it's been that. In restaurants here. Yeah, like, now they are, like... But not uh, not every restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's or maybe I don't know. Actually, I haven't been to that many restaurants, but it's just I've noticed recently it's like a thing that you have to show your vax card and stuff. But yeah, LA is like very behind on all the COVID stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Weirdly, I mean, I I go to like truly like three places within walking distance. So like I've already shown my vax card once. But I was at the bar that I go to next door to my house, and there was a woman like a few nights ago that was like, they asked her for a Vax card, and she was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" Like no one is asking this anymore. And like, thank you so much for asking me. And I was just like, Ugh. "God, like, what?" <laughs> no, yeah, they. Oh, I've read, I have been to a couple shows at the Hollywood Bowl, and they've asked. They ask when you go in there. But that was also nice because it's, like, outside, so you really don't have to, like, wear a mask or anything. But also, COVID is still going around. Like, two of my very good friends just got COVID. Other people that I know, friends of friends, are getting COVID. They're vaccinated. They've already had COVID. The thing is, like, the people that that I know that have COVID got it when it first dropped. (laughs) The first release for COVID. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. They got COVID 1.0, and now they're getting COVID 4.0. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, what the fuck? Fuck. Like I, I mean, I, I got vaccinated. I, I will survive COVID. I hope. But like mm-hmm. to be locked in the house again. I guess I was just like podcast, but my Wi Fi is shitty. So like, what I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. I like. I feel like for a huge chunk of 2020, I was just dissociating and in a fugue state. And then came out of it like around like October, November last year and was like, whoa, like I don't even remember most of this past year. That's crazy. But Mm -hmm. managed to like pod through it and then like just continued pod life. But I'm like now at least like getting to go out and meet up with people more and feels like, okay, there's some sense of normalcy. Like I can't, we can't go back. We just simply must move forward. Oh, there's no going back. No, don't send us back. Also, everyone gathering at this bar 
the Belmont and then being maskless indoors at a bar, knowing that it was like, I don't think that was a time when you could even do that in LA. I was like, shocked but also just happy that they were all pretending that that was like what life was like i guess this summer oh this final scene of uh of the bell of the bar gathering okay yeah i was like what is that bar called because it kind of is my vibe it reminds me it's of, a like, bar the that bar they on la cienega they yeah. go to all the time yeah but i don't think people i don't think you could go indoors at a bar but this summer but i also don't know because i haven't oh god this, been like no, i was yeah oh so yeah. yeah la is actually so yeah i didn't like think about that i was like well yeah i've been doing i've been on that open road like lana del rey i've been like <laughs> i've been on that open road um <laughs> no one really cares that much in new york and it's like the most condensed place like in america yeah, it's like L.A., we had a month where you could take masks off, like, and it was felt like true freedom at last. And then, what, like, one month to the day, they were like, J.K., masks back on. And, like, oh, no. then, yeah, like, they gave us a glimpse, which I would have rather just had them be like, don't ever take them off. Like, I don't want to taste the freedom and then have it taken away. I just, like, want it, just, like, keep us in that space. But then I, but that was exactly like at the time that they were filming this. And I don't, to my knowledge or my memory, like you still were just only having outdoor dining here. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, love. this was like a total pretend, but I accept that I accept their pretend like gathering. So if you go into a Starbucks today to pick up a mobile order, are you putting a mask on? I wouldn't, but like, oh, you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put a mask on <gasps> again. But like, yeah, you put a mask on, get your oh, mobile no. order. But then if you go sit down, oh, you can no. sit down inside and eat it or drink it. Oh no! And then with your mask off, so it's just all very confusing. I just do whatever they tell me to do, but mm. that's mm-hmm. tragic. There was the one month of freedom where you could just breeze into Starbucks maskless and grab your mobile order and then breeze out. I uh, I remember that first month of, well, I mean, it's like still freedom in New York, but like I remember it was like Starbucks on the door. If you're picking up a mobile order if and you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. And I would just like kick down the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> You just burst through like the Kool-Aid man. Kool-Aid man. <laughs> and I just grab my shit, which is like what you do. You're in and you're out. And there's like people yeah. on their computers like with their mask on like, oh my God, what is he doing? I'm like, listen, like <laughs> you're not going to get COVID for like the three seconds that I'm near you, like 50 feet away. Yeah. Let's have like a if you told me you just have to hold your breath the whole time you're in Starbucks, but you can't don't have to wear a mask, <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was like it was that, and then now it's mask. And they say you have to show your vaccine card, but no one's asked me yet. Mm. If, but I have only gone in there for like a mobile order, so TBD. Damn. Yeah. Double homicide. Double homicide. Uh, (laughs) Katie and Tom talk about like his weird family drama, but he won't really talk about it to her. And it was just kind of like telling her. Also, if my husband was like, 
I went to go see our boss and she put this thing on and like asked me if I would do her doggy style and I got really turned on. I'd be like, interesting, but also like, why? Like, don't tell me this, like on camera. This mm-hmm. seems like a post-sex conversation I would like to have with you and laugh about, but like, I don't want it posited in a way where like, yeah, I know that. that you would like fuck her. Yeah. Also, like, I think most furries, like, furries don't actually have sex with each other. They're kind of, like, asexual, and they just want to kind of, like, pod each other. That's what I've gathered from, like, mm-hmm. delving slightly deep into furry, like, Twitter for, like, five minutes. Okay. Like, one day. Yeah, and I love when Tom's like, yeah, I'm just so worried about, like, money right now. And Katie goes, you just won $900. <laughs> Yeah, send that to that's two months of like, your family's allowance you're just griping about. Oh, I used to send them a four hundred dollars. Like, well, nine hundred is like two and a half, you know, give them that. Yeah. But I love like if you're having like deep life financial problems, like nine hundred dollars isn't gonna go far. That's not like something to be like, don't worry, because you just got nine hundred dollars. I wonder if their finances are kept separate. Um, I feel like they're not, and I feel like, because Schwartz is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, also, like, they're married. Remember their prenup? <laughs> oh, wait, did they have a prenup? What was, oh, he, oh yeah, they're like, they, they're like they we they have $400 their name. Yeah, oh my God, that was so funny. <laughs> that was gold. That was good as gold. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. And then their conversation basically ends with Katie going like, you never open up to me. And he's like, I know. And then she goes, you're the best husband. And then they like hug, and I was like, so "What's the truth?" I wrote, "Katie is a good <laughs> wife." <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't she? I mean, she puts up with a lot of bullshit, and like Tom does too. But like, Katie, Katie does more than Tom. Absolutely, I think Katie's learned that the best way to deal with Schwartz is like you just accept him for what he is, and then when he's talking, and you just don't want to get irritated, you just go blank behind the eyes and think about like a beautiful like tropical island somewhere mm-hmm. and then <laughs> give it like two and a half minutes and then zone back in and then he'll finish up whatever he said that was like gonna really trigger you and then you can just be like you're the best husband and hug best. him and then that's it yeah a great wife ladies take note <laughs> oh, be great. she's like oh well you do so much for them like, you support them like you know maybe take like four months off from supporting them and you'll get right back into it. Like she was assuring him and I felt like, yeah, you know, what else yeah. can she do? I mean, I would not marry Tom Schwartz. So like she did. So like we're in this situation now where I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> that's all she can do. Better put up with it. That's yeah. Also do. I'm like, does he have a, how much does he gamble? He said in a past episode, he's always every day he gambles on the computer. I know. I think it's like kind of his like dark secret is that he's gambling. Because he has so much, he's so little control in the rest of his life. Because, like, he's in the backseat of his businesses with uh, Tom Sandoval. He's in the backseat of his marriage. He probably needs, like, control of, like, uh, some financial. He needs to gamble uh, to feel mm-hmm. alive and to feel like a man. And uh, he's probably lost everything they have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would not be surprised. <laughs> And he also has so much free time. I feel like that. I know. Why not? Just that's why I really gamble. resented the beginning of the scene. They're like, oh, like all Katie did was like play like words with friends on her phone. I'm like, what the 
fuck did you guys do? Like, are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. I'm sure she didn't do I feel shit, like they like, work no one did. Four or five months out of the year cumulatively. And then like the rest is pretty much chill. Yeah. And play words with friends and like order Postmates, online gamble, drink. Yeah. Maybe work out. Yeah. Charlie does a power move that I appreciated where she just approaches a bunch of women who are older than her, inform them about wiki feet and then be like, and I've seen all your scores and mine's actually the highest. She knew all the scores. <laughs> she knew all the scores. Wait, Laura, are you on wiki feet? I might be. You Let's might see. be. You haven't checked. You might be on wiki feet. I don't know. I haven't checked, but I did. I posted an Instagram post once where my feet were in it and then I was like oh I wonder if someone will put this on wiki feet you might be on wiki feet I think I am uh oh oh I am uh oh what what's... I have a four and a half stars <gasps> that's, that's a fucking that, cool out of five that's more than any yeah, of the women on which, Vanderbilt <laughs> that's shocking because I have the hugest feet I'm like a size 11 and a half like maybe a size 12 in some shoes like wait, are you literally honk so wait so like <laughs> I'm a size have, 11 like, men are we what, this? like what euro what euro size are you oh I don't know like a 42 like 43 let me take my sneaker off and look I'm like a 42 euro some shoes a 43 I'm a 45, and I'm a size 11. Okay. Man. Okay, so yeah, you're I'm not, just well, two when you said 11, down. I was like, I thought it was like you'd subtract <laughs> one for women. I'm like, if Laura has the same size feet as me, like, that's just, that seems a little strange. Then, but like, no, hey, I'll that would be crazy, it. but no, accept it. I have a h- fucking huge honker feet. Like, I would not, I would not rate my feet a 4.5. But the people have spoken and they love what they I see. The men love the big. <laughs> they love a big old foot, I guess, as it turns out. Uh huh. Uh huh. Who's a, who rates them? Men. <laughs> wow, you see, you can Dude, see the numbers. How many ratings do you have? I have nine total votes. Okay, that's five people said beautiful. <sighs> One person said nice. Two people said okay. And one person said ugly. <laughs> well, their soul's ugly. I'll take so it. Whatever. I'll take You're it. Get that. Yeah. Wow. Love Amazing. that. Incredible. So you have a higher rated foot than any of the, the women on Venerable Rules. Does Charlie have a five or does she have a 4.5? Well, I, I didn't take the notes, but I was like, it was like four and like three. And for some reason, I thought it was like out of 10. Like, oh, you're all doing so bad. I don't know why I didn't think it was like out of five. And Charlie's like, well, I'm four, I'm four, I'm four. I was like, well, you're all like, you still got a ways to go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why in my head I thought. They uh, have like barnacle feet. Well, you know, I mean, men are very harsh. The the kind of man that would rate a woman's foot on a website called WikiFeet, like they're probably uh, a little more harsher than necessary. I know, but then Even though they're are they? Because now... I'm kind of proving them wrong a little bit. No, I know. And I'm so glad. Uh, but like. Me too. Raquel had. She'd like never heard of WikiFeet. She's such a pure No, angel. Raquel's an innocent. She's a beautiful. She's like, why Kai What is that? 
I love Charlie being like, sell pics of your feet, pay for your nose job. Toes for nose was actually so funny. And like Katie, again, is a queen. Queen of comedy. Yeah. She takes stand-up comedy seriously. Or sketch improv. What did Ariana say? Like, you can't do that. I take sketch comedy really seriously. I've trained, yeah. Someone in the bar gathering is wearing a coat that says in scrawled font on the back, live before you die. (laughs) (laughs) That is honestly, that's tea. That's fucking deep. You gotta live. And then Charlie and Sandoval have like a very inorganic conversation where she's like, what's the latest with you? And he's like, then they talk about Lala as Lala sidles up. And then she says the thing she's been saying all season to Charlie. I just wanted to make sure we're good. Mm -hmm. And then Charlie and her, I guess like make it make up. And then Sandoval tries to tell Lala that, all the fights that have happened so far are fights that she started, which is true. It's true. They showed a but montage and Sandoval's like, Lala. He can't say Lala like with a straight face. Like, Lala. Lala. It's like the first time he's ever met. He's like, Lala. I just want you to grow. Lala. Yeah. And as they're talking, like their conversation isn't actually that tense, but the music got so tense. And I was yeah. like, this soundtrack is doing all the work. Like this show, they're not actually fighting. It's no. just like the music getting louder and more intense. Then he's like two plus, like, he has this weird like round. He's like two plus two equals four, two plus two equals four. And then like two plus two equals four. And I was like, I can't even like deal with this shit. Sandoval, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I yeah, have she's to, like, I got to stop you. I have to like, disengage. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm disengaging from the conversation. <laughs> Yeah, and then there we are really on another cliffhanger next week, and it's just kind of more. It's James crying about his weed addiction, which I'm here for, and then I think just like more of the same. What would you describe the the theme of the pool party as? Is it Burning Man or like? uh, It seems like a like joker jester kind of like the characters in like a, a deck of cards oh yeah it's like black and white and like red it's like i don't know what the theme is but there is a theme of a pool party and it seems like shit might uh, kind of go down yeah i don't know she knows are very black swan vibes in yeah. her outfit yeah i like them trying to imply that like charlie is getting me too groped by the pool and sheena <sighs> just stands there i was like also it's like very low state like it's a very low stakes. The a person puts his hand around her waist. Like probably Charlie's like, hey, knows. come over here. And he like puts his hand on her waist and she's like, oh my God, no. And then like Sheena's just like, ah. And Charlie's like, <laughs> Charlie's Sheena like, did not stand up for me. I'm like, well. Can't believe she just stood there and watched. Watch it happen. <laughs> like is that where as a culture is like, you can't. That's where we're at as far as like this show giving us any sort of actual like drama is it can't and then i it cuts to sheena talking about something else and i thought they were still going to be like arbitrating the like mm-hmm. the thing that happened by the pool and she was like i feel like i just stood there and listened to them and, like say stuff to sandoval or something like that and like yeah. didn't stick up for him 
It seems like the tides are turning on Tom Sandoval a little bit. It does. I mean, like, you know, Lala's continuing our, you know, anti-Tom tirade. Um, mm-hmm. But you can't take Tom down. He's impossible because he's, like, not, he's not sloppy. He's so criminally put together. You know what I love is that I hope Joe Simpson comes back and photographs. Him. Oh, my God. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> we need that. But, yeah, I'm, um, I guess, still, we're still watching. We're still, I mean, I'm going to watch until forever. And we're making long content. Uh, we made two hours, we, this, a two-hour episode a two out of, episode. like, And I'm yeah, like, well, maybe your editor will cut this apart. But I'm like, well, how would they even approach that? It's going to be no, a long episode. We just do it. Yeah, we just give the people an XXL episode. But the Charlie kind of, it, he didn't grope her. He put his hand on, like, not even the, it was like the small of her. Not even the small of her back. Just, he just like kind of. It was like a side hug kind she of. She invited him over and he was like, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh, what? Like what? Okay. If this was to be like, jur- like this would be legislated. Like <laughs> what do we want to like happen? Like we're, if you were like, hey guy, like I like you, like come over here, like talk to me. And someone like touches you on the small of your back, which is like literally so hot and cool. And like, we need that to survive. We need like a little bit of like. <laughs> Uh, a little small of that touch as a treat as a treat and like do are we trying to get rid of that because like what do we have and and, and it's like gonna be like a life is just be like a queer new york facebook like furniture training group where everyone's like okay so before i do this i just want to say like my furniture does suck and i'm overpricing it or like i just want to say like before i put my hand here like is this okay i'm like (laughs) what do we want because it will I feel like at there. a pool party like pool that party. like you you and in covid times you know everyone that's there it's not like it's like a stranger came in yeah, they've been tested they've been they're probably on the same call sheet and they've probably already googled each other looked at their instagram like they know you know what's yeah going we all on. know each other at this pool party Ugh. i'm interested to see if this is really like a storyline that's going to play out or if it's just like baiting us with like yeah just to get us to watch again it might just be i'm like you don't have to do anything we're gonna watch. To watch. also the ratings are so <laughs> terrible for vanderpump rules like they've heard the people that are, are watching yeah the, the people that are watching okay like we're watching because we're uh loyal and we want to mm-hmm. see it's not like attracting i don't think vanderpump rules would attract like new people like no, now is not the time. I to think get like Winter it. House is attracting like probably three times as many new um, viewers. Wow, like truly, like yeah, they should have put they should have put like some VPR people in Winter House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they'll do like a, a Palm Springs house and uh, get them all together. That would be fun. Yeah, Winter House is also making me have a huge crush on Austin. I'm more of a Craig Which guy. Like. Not opposed to Austin. No, I'm opposed to Austin. Eh, yeah, no, I get Austin. But, like, I'm a... Yeah. I, I don't know. He's tall. I don't pillow know. Pillow maker. Just, I didn't... <laughs> like I, I didn't find... Like I didn't think I would... I know. I get it. He has a, a pillow Austin, company? Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, Craig. Uh, wait. The, Craig has a pillow company. Yeah, yeah. I like Craig. I'm a Craig guy. Okay. Also, how do these guys drink so much... <laughs> And not gain any weight. It makes no I have sense. no idea. I think they take Adderall or Dublo or something. Well, I mean. I think Craig does for sure. He is looking. He has like a bit of like a puffy like 
amphetamine face mm-hmm. a little bit with like the ruddiness of a slight alcoholism problem. I mean, you can imagine like, uh, you know, we're recording video. It will not be posted, but like over the course of the last two hours, I feel like my face has literally inflated just over like <laughs> a few glasses of wine. So how are these guys like literally drinking like a 30 rack of beer going to bed, waking up at 9am doing like little sledding and like dog races and whatever the fuck like ski slope shit. And they look fine. I'm like, how is this? And they're like, they're like my age. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Is it Adderall? Their bodies just got used to it. I think it's probably some Adderall. Oh, Lord. And then they're just used to like such high volume of like alcohol intake that like, I feel like once a guy gets into like slamming 16 to 18 beers in a day, like they just can like do that nonstop. That's fucked. Yeah. Couldn't be my life, but yeah, love that for them. Dan, thank you so much for <laughs> this marathon episode. <laughs> Laura, we can't stop podcasting. I we love you so stop. much. We can't stop. I was literally like, we don't have that much to talk about. And then smash to like two hours and 10 minutes later. <laughs> it's we have two hours. Like, truly good. <laughs> it's been a really I'm, long I'm time. not even kidding you. 15 minutes ago, I was like, so in my friend's apartment because my Wi-Fi in my apartment sucks and like he's at dinner and I was like I might because I already took a bathroom break and you you're gonna edit it out obviously but I was like yeah. as if like when we were talking about like the um femme fatale party I was like I think I'm gonna piss my pants and <laughs> just do that and not tell Lara that I'm pissing my pants but uh now I can go to the bathroom but I've been holding in if I sound tense it's because uh I'm on the brink of pissing my pants but Laura holding it in ever since. Oh my God. You, Oh my God. Like as soon as I, I know, but like, it's, I have like one glass of like anything. I pee one glass pee. Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Thank you for holding your piss in for an hour and a half. I want to thank you for having your pod. I love pods. Sexy, unique (laughs) pods. Sexy, unique (laughs) podcast. Uh, it, you know, I mean, you really blaze the trail for me in a way. And, uh, I just uh, I well, love I you and I that. appreciate all your hard work and I appreciate you asking me. I will come on the pod any fucking second of any day. And you know what? You I are might, welcome back whenever. I might ask you to come on my pod. It would be my truest pleasure. Guys, listen to Dial Dan. Sign up for his Patreon. You are churning out content. You just had your hundredth episode. I know. They said I couldn't do it. I That's did it. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. You did it to him. I did it to yeah. him. I did it to him. Yeah, until next time. Love Bye. and light, bitch. Love and light. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got me